Good evening, everybody. Welcome to episode 30 of the Rahanos podcast with me, the Suffolk Ram. Me, the Bard. Skazius. Yeah. A slightly different day, so hopefully someone's watching us because otherwise you're going to be very confused wondering what the hell's gone on. Um, but yeah, we're here now. So cool. well, Minor well, mix up, minor technical difficulties. Yeah, better, like, yeah, basically, I was lied to and deceived and. <laughs> in all sorts of ways, just all betrayed by people I trusted and cared for. Mm-hmm. But we had a hog roast. Yep. Yeah, Nick, I know, yeah. Oh, I got drunk instead. <laughs> Look, you were I, so depressed. I, you think, went out and got I drunk. think I won. I got drunk. I drove a land around a field very fast. It was brilliant. We watched cartoons. We did. We did. We, yeah, watched cartoons cartoons and video games. We, we got Luke up to date with Your cartoons are nothing like what I do in my Land Rover. Mine's crazier. Anyway, shall we start? I don't know. I don't, I don't know if it could be crazier than that episode we watched yesterday. That was <laughs> that pretty was... crazy. You ain't seen me driving. We're, we're going to have to compare this, a side-by-side comparison. Oh, God, man. Do <laughs> we, do, do we even it's a three-seater, go- so I can have all of you, we can have all of us in the front, the smallest person in the middle in the fondling seat. Frenchman with <laughs> mallet reduced to child running around with fetus. Yeah, that was pretty pretty mental. From a dude with an axe trying <laughs> to kill mar- him. That's boring. <laughs> Like well, that's a Saturday night for Nick. Yeah, so we do it all the time. It's just a little hobby we do. It's, it's fun doing to French people. Anyway, um, games we've been playing. Um, I this month, this well, yeah, this week actually. Um, Galsif Free Open Access has gone special. Wasn't that bad? Wasn't that the it game was that mentioned was like really before? Expensive? Wasn't it? it was Eighty really pounds. It's yeah. now fifteen pounds. Wow, that's it, a bit of a well. It dropped very quickly to thirty pounds. After that eighty pound mark, it was only on that for like I think about two or three weeks. It dropped to thirty pounds, and then it was on offer this week, half fifty percent off. So fifteen quid. I thought, what the hell, I'll go for that? Was that uh, just one of the random fire sales? Yeah, or, daily okay. sale, daily deal. I was, it's brilliant. It's I mean, uh, um, Galsiv is a uh, turn-based space strategy four game. X game. Yeah, four X game. You have a civilization, and you have to sort of expand. You know, you, you usual four X game. You do research. You do masses of explosions. Orion on steroids. It is actually it's like a most of the is real time strategy. This is like a turn-based version of it. Really neat little game. Um, it's sixty-four bit completely. You have to have a sixty-four bit operator because the AI is designed to want sixty. The AI thinks about it. Um, and event, the not AI all, thinks it, yeah, but whereas in a normal <laughs> that's AI's, clearly quite intelligent because the AI, normal uh, Forex games the AI is, is designed to be quick and because it works in your turns most Forex games when you put your turn the AI then thinks about what it's going to do and then does its turn in Galsiv now I've got this right I think Galsiv 2 the AI would think about its turn while you were doing your turn to make it quicker this one do because of how common the AI is they've had to make it 64 bit the only way you can make the AI actually work quick enough to do it Funny little game. I just can't really fault it. It's brilliant. It's got it's, it's it feels like a complete game now. There's still bits where you'll go and it says missing description or description to be added or it'll say like um feature not implemented yet. You still get little bits of pieces like that at the moment. Um Well worth your eighty quid. I I would say it's well worth I would say it's worth paying for if you like that sort if you if you played Galsip before, you liked it, it's worth thirty quid. If you haven't played it, before though if you like forex games would and you like say it's a good entry point for forex games no it's very no. complicated what would you say is a good entry for forex uh, civilization yeah, I'd Civ, say. Civ, Civ okay. is designed to be really simple it's got nice features in it especially I mean, Civ 5 because it dumps things down quite a bit doesn't it Civ 5 is like baby, tells you what Civ, to do Civ 5 is sort of 
you know, baby's first Civ game, really, isn't it? Let's be honest. Yeah. Fisher Price. Yeah, Civ Five is, you know, research is here, but you've researched everything now. You have t- you've read through the humanity. Well done. <laughs> you smart now. Yeah. Fisher, Pro- Fisher Price. Civilization Five to me was fuck <laughs> Fisher Price. Fisher five. Price the game. That would be interesting. But Civilization Five the game to me was fuck off Napoleon the game because it's all I ever said. Oh fuck off Napoleon. Like, is that an actual dialogue option? No, I wish it was. <laughs> the, great, the great thing about Galsiv is when you first meet an alien race, unless you've researched universal translation, you can't understand their language. And one of the options it says, its description says, nod politely and switch the spoo screen off. <laughs> because you can't do got universe, you can't talk to them. Like, just, just nod, nod politely, and smile and hope they go away. Just switch off the transmitter, ignore what they said. I mean, it's, what's good about it, it's got great interface. That's what I always say about forex games. They've got shit interfaces. They're hard to play. This one's got a good one. So, for example, your turn button, if there's something you haven't done yet, like there's a ship you haven't moved or there's a uh, colony you haven't dealt with, it'll click up idle colony, idle ship. You need to do your research. And it won't let you hit the turn button until you've done it. You can pass on it if you don't want to do anything, um, but you, it will make you do it so you can't miss anything, which is neat. So how's the tutorial as well? There's got to be a tutorial. Is it any good? Uh, if there's a tutorial, I've found it yet. I haven't found one yet. Oh, okay, so just um, you But then you have said that it literally just kind of like, hey, you've got this stuff to do, and you're like, oh, wait. Yeah. yeah. So, okay, I mean, it's, it's, it, it's pretty... It's it's quite self-explanatory. When you actually look at it, it doesn't take long to figure out how it works. It doesn't take you long to figure out how... Um, to do a planet work it doesn't, take, it doesn't take you very long I mean I've played the previous one so I've got a bit of background knowledge of how it all sets up so that reminded thing I was just going to throw in is actually kind of a, a recent addition to most Forex games I think because yeah. uh, I remember the one I talked about before had that um, Endless Legend that had a little thing that reminded you to do everything yeah. like you haven't done this yet you haven't done that yet you yeah. might want to do that before you end your turn so it's pretty good that that seems to be being implemented yeah. into most of these games I say, I say, it's, it's, I can't really fault. It's, it's, it's a really good Galsiv game. Um, there are, I mean, I've had it. I had a couple of crashes on it. It's crashed a couple of times, but it's in early stage development. I mean, when you first load up, it says this game is a beta version. There are still issues with it. We've not ironed out all the bugs. Click here to say you acknowledge these. People still give it shit reviews because oh, it crashed all the time. It's a bloody beta version. I mean, it's, I said it's crashed twice. I mean, I've played quite a few hours. Played... Is it under the um, early access flag? Yes, or... right. So people don't really flags. have any excuse to be. Yeah, exactly. But it's, I mean, it's rare. I mean, it's pretty, it's pretty full featured. I mean, I know I've come to it a bit late. So it's on beta four now. which so it's got, and it's added a few more bits and pieces. So it's quite well fully featured. It's quite nice, actually. Cool. Um, yeah, great little game, really. I can't really fault it. Um, brilliant, really. So I can say about What I would say to you, if you do buy it, this is my top tip for you. Okay, when you start, you, you basically, like the usual thing, you can pick like how big the world's going to be and so forth. Don't make the mistake I did. Think I'm just going to start off with a small galaxy to play in. The trouble with that is you won't have hardly any. Even if you put planets up to frequent, good planets to frequent, you'll have hardly anything in there to work in. It won't take you very long for you encounter other races. Friction starts to burn. Before you realise, you'll be at war. I mean, my first game, it's a thousand turn limit. My first game lasts 120 because I know anyways can wipe me out. I'm now playing a colossal, I think it's called Humongous or Colossal, something like that, or Gigantic Galaxy, which is only one step off being the biggest. They haven't implemented the full-size one yet. This is one step off being the biggest galaxy in the game. And that I'm now 160 turns into. I've only met one alien race so far. And I've, and I've managed to build quite a decent power base. We're getting quite a good production base going. I've got a chance to get going. He hasn't seen what the others have got yet. No. Well, that is true, actually, because it gives you a power rating. My civilization's rated at 24,000. 
The only race I've encountered so far is rate 102,000. So they're four times as powerful as me. Um, and I looked at the, I thought I was doing quite well. And I looked at the victory conditions and I'm, and it tells you where you're ranked in the galaxy compared to other races. And I'm sick about six of all of them. Endless so I'm Legend actually pretty did this shit. to me. All the other races hated me. And, no, they didn't even hate me. All the other races pitied me, I think. I was like, great. Yeah. Except like the really hi- the hippie race who were just like, yeah, man, it's cool. You do your thing. Like, cool, Rad, right. you keep trying. Yeah, but uh, really, I said it's a really neat little game. I'm, I'm quite, I'm very pleased with it. I definitely recommend getting it. Um, if you're not necessarily into four X games, probably not the game. For, probably not the game for you. But yeah, it's, I think it's a nice, neat little game. Cool. Definitely, definitely recommendation. That's cool. That's cool. Uh, I, I'm kind of actually just curious. Just I have to. You said it's not a good place to start, but if it does have that kind of baby you before you end turn thing, it takes you. It's because the intros are so. It's you have to have a rough idea of how forex games work to know where you should be doing your progression and research. I mean, if you go into as a newbie player, what you tend to find is you do is you'll get your plan. You think every plan should be balanced perfectly. You know, we'll put a mixture of factories, research labs, and whatever. Actually, it's a load of rubbish. You should create a few, you should focus each of your plants doing so. Okay, so this plant's going to be a manufacturing yeah, specialist. Yeah. Yes, I'm going to chuck every spare bit of that I've got into factories. Or I'm going to have a plant here. It's got not good for much else. I'm going to put a load of research labs on it because that'll increase my research speed. You've got to really, f- and that's sort of thing that's not obvious to I think a new player. A new player would think that you should balance it all. Do you think that that would probably be a thing when they, when they add in a tutorial? Then I, maybe you could recommend it as a. Yes, I would probably say. I mean, it was one of my... Uh, Civ 2 was my first proper 4X game. Um, I had that before I had Civ 4. But for Galaxy was my first proper 4X game I played actually properly, unless you count... So I wouldn't cl- classify Total War's 4X game, really. No. Their strategy, they're more strange. I wouldn't classify them as a 4X game, but Galaxy was... They're light in comparison, aren't they? They are, yes. I mean, Galaxy was my proper, full-on, boom, good sort of game. Um, but yeah, good little game. My first was Alpha Centauri. Mind-boggling. Oh God! Yeah, brilliant game. But I didn't know what the hell I was doing. Yeah, but I love it. you need. To, and it's one where you have to. You do have to read the manual of Alpha's and Tour oh, to God, know what yeah. you're doing. Yeah, good game. Right. So cool. on to our film review. We haven't got a film. That's not really a film, is it? No. But, oh, we're yeah. looking forward to this since last podcast. We've got a wait. surprise. Come on, last last podcast. Well, I can't remember if we discussed it within the podcast or the podcast. It was just at the end of the podcast. Yeah. Okay. Um, basically, um. We start talking about anime, and Bars just that I uh, watch Cowboy Bebop, which is a. I just want to see uh, what he'd make of it. Yeah, so I, I'd I'd seen things of it before. Um, I tr- I feel I went into it probably a bit with too high expectations because I'd seen so many things said about it, saying, "Oh, it does rest in sci-fi better than rest in sci-fi does it. It does. Well, no, I've ne- it's the I best would never science fiction that. out there. Whoever said it's, that is yeah, it doesn't do Western sci-fi tr- better than Western sci-fi. It's just inspired yeah. by Western it's, sci-fi. I, so I looked at it. I thought I saw, it, it said things like, "Oh, it's the, it shows how what how sci-fi should be." And if I'm brutally honest, I would say it was quite middle of the road. Really? Yeah, it was. <laughs> I don't like half the characters. I like Spike. I like Jet. I, I knew like, you'd like Spike and Jet. Yeah. I like Ayn, the dog. Yeah. He's not because he doesn't talk. 
can't stand Faye. Well, I really, I, I can't. I think she's got thing, better. I've, 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 only, I've, I've watched six scenes of the twenty-four episodes. I think the thing with Faye, she's not really meant to be too likable, is she? I mean, she's kind but, of. But uh, a character you don't. Uh, but I, I think a character can be a bit of an asshole, but have a sort of a likable streak about, which makes you want to still watch them. That's well, a I'd, good thing that you're if, not watching JoJo. Then you hate Dio and most of the other characters. Think, in that. But if they're bad guys, fine. But when they're the good guys, I think, uh, or semi-good guys. I, every I episode she's say, in. The, 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 I think the thing I like about Cable. Be what there's no real good guys or bad guys. Most of them are middle, yeah. they're very grey, aren't they? I mean, I, I mean, I watched, I watched the. Um, I said, I, I, I just, she's got a bit better now. It's got further in. I've started getting. I've just last one I watched was her backstory episode, right? Where yeah, yeah, where she's but, uh, right, and and that, yeah. that expanded her character a bit. Unfortunately, we now have Edward in it. Oh I my god! He is. I every second he's on the screen, oh, I just but, want but, to. Uh, uh, it's actually him. a girl. <laughs> I know. I want. Well, why can't I? Think they need to. Chuck her out the airlock. I would have done. I'm sorry. She. I can't. Stand that was really funny. Her. Everybody I spoke to about this, they said he's going to hate Ed, and they all said, "How could anyone hate Ed? Ed is, is such a cool most, character." No, she is not. She's the most irritating little character in there. I would have chucked her. Out. Oh dear, oh, Ed. Ed, can you just go sort the problem out the airlock over there, please? Click, crunch, jump. Oh dear, she must have pushed the wrong button. That's how I would have dealt with Ed. Oh, irritating little bitch. Um. So I couldn't Are we starting on the negative? hatred, God, <laughs> animosity, um, hostility. I, I find some of the episodes leave plot heads, threads hanging. Okay, um, examples. Toys in the attic, three of them get bitten by something, and they all go catatonic, it looks like they're all dying, and then the episode ends. And they'll all find the next episode. Yeah, because it well, turns out that the thing that was in the fridge was actually like well known to be kind of. I thought that was sort of self-explanatory. No, he didn't say. All, all he says is something that went sort of mutant and stuff. He got rid of it. It, it, it. I like how that fridge turns up in space, Dandy. It's just. <laughs> oh, I just. I just thought it was like, oh, that's just a plot for them just left hanging for no real reason. That was you got uh, one of the things I think that that Anna, well, people who watch anime quite regularly would would get is that they have what we call filler episodes, and and Toys in the Attic is very much a filler episode, yeah. isn't it? Where they just do something a bit random, and I think actually half his trouble is, and this is not his fault. Half trouble is they're trying to cram quite a detailed episode to. Well, they, when you actually cut, if you cut off the very long title scenes, I skip every time. Yeah. And you carve the ending scenes, you carve the previews, you've only got 20 minutes. That's, I actually timed it, I actually worked out, I just did yeah. one time, it's only got 20 minutes to tell quite a complex story, and trouble is, it, it feels like it's rushing it. I think if they're, if, I know obviously it's, it was obviously how the time segments were, and they were limited to it. I like the pace of the it episode, as well. Though. I think the episode, if the, if, if, if the episodes were twice as long, it'd be a lot better. I think maybe they could do what JoJo does, which is it splits, um, episodes across a couple of episodes doesn't it like most yeah. of the stories are split across two yeah. episodes um, that would work a lot some of the ones in Cable Bebop are split across a couple I'd be curious um, how Nick felt towards manga then because obviously anime has to be a cut down of mm-hmm, the source yeah. materials so I mean they're obviously having, they're squeezing tons and tons and tons yeah. of books tons and tons of content into Small, yeah. smaller chunks 24 26 episodes See, roughly. I like, don't really feel like the I don't really feel like the um, universe is being explored fully either I don't I just don't feel like I'm getting really sort of into I mean there's the one episode I think it's called Heavy Metal Queen yeah and it's just really of a so-so episode it doesn't really go anywhere the one with the trucker yeah it's a trucker but they don't really they, it's a trucker they don't really they don't sort of explore around the trucker they just say oh trucker oh she gets hit by this dude and all what happens is he sends it in space oh he's got explosives on his ship now it's just all a little bit it's a bit so-so Mm. I thought it just didn't really go anywhere. Mm. I thought, I mean, I thought, well, to be fair, that episode could be deleted. 
I mean, do you have any positives for it? I, I, right. What I, did you I, like? What okay. did you? I don't hate it. It's probably a better thing to say. There we go. I like. I quite. Lo- I want to know more about the universe. I want to know, get more involved with how the universe works, how it interacts. I want to know more about it, but never. I don't get to see that. I think where we are with that is is the fact that it's like limited science fiction. It's gotten yeah. to the point where they can travel to Mars. And you've got the gates, which they use to travel, and yeah. that's about as far as but the technology that's, that's has gone. That's fine. That's no, yeah. you can, but you can explore around that. You can you can work with that. You can explore. Not, I'm not saying they have to go off into the far reaching universe, but you can build on that sort of background and crap. I mean, there's science fiction stories out there that are really detailed and set on one planet. You don't have to have a massive universe. You can explore around it. I also there's one bit I didn't like. Now, also I know it's got. Um, I quite like the art style. I thought it was quite good. It's quite neat. It's quite a realistic art style. Yeah. Then there's one episode where Jet goes back to a planet and he finds his girlfriend. Yes. And she's got proper full-on... All the other women in it are quite normal looking. She's got full-on anime and looking eyes. Really? I never but noticed Trump, that. She does. And it stood... She st- I'm not got anything wrong with that art style, but it stood out like a sore thumb compared to the rest of it. She stood out to me like, oh, she sort of broke the art style for broke the immersion of the series for me a little okay. bit. She I might have to go and check that out. I yeah, I don't remember that her What episode is that? That's said I didn't get very far Academy in. Blues or something? Yeah, the one where Jet goes back to his home planet where that, he's a police officer. I must admit, I, know, I would say the twists and turns, I, I, the, the sort of twists of the plot I always see coming. I've ever been surprised by twists of the plot, so... She goes there. She mentions his boyfriend. And I thought before I even came, I thought her boyfriend have a bounty on him. Guarantee it. Five seconds later, well, there's a bounty on this guy. Thought, yeah, I saw that coming. It was just I just follow the plot. I mean, the trouble is, I suppose I've probably copied it, and I've seen the copies of it, and I've learned all the twists. It's like it's like when people complain about Lord of the Rings being very cliche. Mm. Well, the trouble is, everything else copied Lord exactly, of the Rings, yeah. and so exactly that would be like saying Lego copied Minecraft, kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, 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 which has um, been said sadly. Yeah, by yeah. A few I, I think I people think, I mean, don't understand where the source yeah. is. See, the reason that I did tell you to jump in with Cowboy Bebop though is because I thought that anime-wise, you would like earlier stuff because a lot of the earlier animes fits into the same kind of feel as Bebop, doesn't it? Yeah. We're talking like Cyber City and things like that, and like you said with manga. For me, in the 90s, I used to read Manga Mania magazine, and that was like, uh, you'd get the, the next part of each, rather yeah. than buying graphic novels, you'd be getting each new part of Akira as it was coming yeah. out, and all these different things. And Akira had a wicked story, I think you'd probably quite like that. Yeah, like, um, yeah the 90s stuff kind of geared more towards I, I, mature yeah. stories, My, whereas a lot saw, of the newer stuff saw, doesn't. Yeah, it's all litmus test for me with um, science fiction in general is... When I get into stuff I like, I can sit and watch a whole season in a day. You know, I'll watch 12, 13 episodes back to back. You know, I'll literally spend a whole day watching it. Mm. You know, Farscape, Stargate, um, Battlestar, Reimage version of Battlestar, that's the good sci-fis. I'll happily sit and watch a whole day of them easily. Beat Bob at most, I can watch just two episodes and I, I end up finding myself going back to really? something See, else. See, because yeah. I'm with you with Farscape. I could sit and watch Farscape all day, but Beat Bob, I could sit and watch all day. As no, well. I, could, I tend to watch two episodes. I think I'm going to go watch something else now. Yeah. I just don't have any inclination to keep watching episode after episode. When I first did it, the first sort of three episodes I did, I saw first, I watched about three or four episodes in a row, and I just sort of semi lost interest in it. I've There's actually, I've actually been watching it purely to sort of get through it. Yeah. I, I feel like I'm trying to get through it rather than actually. There's certain episodes like that. Like I didn't like the one where Faye was introduced. That no. was a bit boring. Um, and there's a couple I of find a lot of episodes though not be fun I do find a lot of episodes just don't really go anywhere there's only one or two I think that really do that to me there's not not many 
Um, yeah. I'm like, I like, I sort of, I think the phase introduction one, the heavy metal one, um, trying to feel it. I mean, I'm trying to feel the other ones I do really like. This, probably one of the ones I liked be a better example i mean i quite like the first one. i thought they introduced, introduced the characters quite nicely i like the second one where you get iron i quite i thought that actually i think that was actually one of the better ones of the series um but yeah as soon as i saw Faye, i sort of got fed up with Faye. i don't like watching on screen. i think that the idea a lot of it a lot of the series is is based around spike and a lot of the time i think you're meant to feel the same way spike does the series yeah. does gear you towards not really liking yeah. fail that much because spike is fed up with it you know like yeah. um and yeah he finds a lot of the characters and situations he yeah. comes across irritating um i quite like later on when you get to there's an episode piero something Oh, did you get that far? I'm on episode 16. It's, it's around that area where he basically fights this guy that's got the mentality of a child. No, I'm thinking of a different one. I'm, thinking, I'm thinking of the one where the... I'm sorry, I was thinking of the one with the kid who was... Um, oh, right. The, the, yeah, yeah. The child that never aged. Yeah. Yeah, there's one, one where he fights a guy with the mentality of a child and... Uh, the, well, I might as well spoil it for you because I don't think it's going to affect anything here. The guy basically gets killed and Spike's reaction to it just sums up his character perfectly. He just rings Jet and he's just like, yeah, send the ship down to get me. He just doesn't care. And he's just like, at least that's over, you know, kind of thing. Yeah. And I like that about him. It's just like, he's just so yeah. nonchalant about but stuff. Overall, I think, I, I, I don't think it's bad sci-fi out there. I think I've seen a lot worse. I just don't think it's on a higher pedestal as I've always had been led to believe. I just didn't think it was a great sci-fi. Okay. So how, would you say from this experience, though, you'd be willing to try out some others? Maybe I'll try some, some others out. It might just simply be that anime isn't for me. It, it might be. simply be that. It might... I mean, I said I think myself, do you know this would be better live action? I actually thought to myself, I thought this would be better if it was live action with CGI. But I suppose because I've always watched live action, I, prefer, I might just be because... You've it might just be, yourself It might be action. anime isn't for me. It might Possibly. simply be that. Well, it I mean, just isn't you, for me. Could, well, would you say you could probably stomach two or three more series and then at that point make a decision? You, you would then if, have so, I, See, I think a good one for him would be Cyber City because Cyber City is only three episodes long. Well, there I are, was like, willing to give others a go. It might just be it's the wrong one for me. The interesting thing with Cyber City is it's three episodes long and they're 40 minutes to an hour each. So they're like, you got about three hours to watch. Yeah, I'll, might, I'll, might I'll give it, it a go. I'll happily give a couple more to go. It might, um, it might, my conclusion might be just it's just not for anime. Just not for me. I can't think what else we could. I would like to find out Nick's opinion on, say, earlier Gundam stuff, right? You know, like original Macross and stuff, yeah, as like well, giant yeah. I'll, I'll space opera. I mean, if any of the people out there on the on the interwebs have any suggestions for sci-fi, perhaps similar to bit. I like hard sci. I like hard sci-fi, but I mean, quite reasonably realistic sci-fi. Yeah. Uh, I work says a bit more fancy sci-fi. I like stuff that's got more in-depth plots if anyone's got any ideas for that send us a message put on cool. these comments I'll give them a go I will, I'll happily give them all a go but that's my thoughts on Beatbop your friends can kill me later <laughs> that's fine right well so. no I don't think you will because you, you, you at least you, you bothered to watch it you, yeah. you took something from it you will you it. finish it Nick yes you will finish it I, I'm, I'm two thirds of the way through and Miles will finish I will finish it it might just take me like another couple of weeks to solve I'd, I'd be interested to have a flashback on your opinion after you finish yes, watching it. It, might you be, say... it might, I suppose it hasn't gripped me. It's probably the better. It hasn't really okay. gripped me. But I'll, I will finish I it. I was going to say, did you like some of the quirks and stuff? I like the Wild West style. I like the fact that there's still yes. Native Americans and that the Native Americans... I didn't like that. I thought that was really cool. No, I didn't like that. I thought I, it was a neat I little thought, feature. I didn't like that, no. Because a lot of it harks back to 
oh, westerns. West, yeah, yeah well, which cowboys in it. Well, yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah. Not, it's yeah. the most bizarre title ever. The bebop's there in the ship, fine, but the cowboy. I mean, I can't. I'm guessing the. Well, the reason it's called cowboy bebop is because every episode, if you noticed, see you next. See you, space cowboy. No, every yeah. episode is based around a musical style. There's a, if you if you read into it, it's quite interesting. When you follow the plots and uh, why things happen and what's going on. He, whenever they they wrote an episode, they based it around a musical style. So right. they're all yeah, and the music yeah. changes in the episodes as well. It's quite interesting. Right. Read up on it, give it a look. I'll, I'll, have, I'll have a look. I'll finish the series off. Yeah, nice one. Right, well. I'm cool with that. Stuff we're looking forward to. Right, is this the Kickstarters? Yes, yes, it is. Right, yeah, I, I found a couple of Kickstarters that I thought warranted mentioning. One was one that me, Luke, and our friend Divine were chatting about on. Uh, when we were playing Armello, I believe. Yeah, it wasn't too long ago. Yeah, well, it wasn't that long ago. That um, Greg, I can't remember the guy's surname. Greg something or other. That guy, dude that made Toe Jam and Earl is back, and he's made a new Toe Jam and Earl. He's kickstarting it. It looks pretty cool. For the increment, what is Toe Jam and Earl? Toe Jam and Earl is a Genesis Mega Drive game. So it's an old Sega Mega Drive game. Depending on um, what one you play, it has a different bad. style. That's what I thought it was. I thought it was like some of the, you know, those little kiddies, American sort of um, satire used to get on live and kicking like on a Saturday morning. I thought it was one of them. Oh, dear God. <laughs> what, like, That's So Raven or something? Yeah, something like oh, Saved God. by the Bell. I thought, I don't know. <laughs> I thought, is it about like sort of two next, sort of next boys week, in the hood Games type you've been thing? playing, Corey and House on Nintendo <laughs> DS, brought to you by Nick. Um, yeah, um, no, it's, it's, a, it's an old school Genesis game and it was, uh, it was quite a, popular game really wasn't it i mean it was depending on what version you play yeah, it, different... in brief summary it was like a puzzle sort of game you two of you played as these two different aliens that got stranded on earth and you go through levels collecting little presents which are just um have various effects so rather than having direct combat with enemies that you come across you wander around a map looking for parts of your ship and certain levels have parts of ship you you, you go from level to level sort of ascending don't you so, yeah you um, hop into an elevator the maps are kind of just it's a very warp, very 90s looking game. Is it? It's got that very 90s funky sort of vibe to it, isn't it? It's very sort of. Uh, well, that's that's the kind of the whole point that Toe Jam and Earl's planet is Funkatron. Yeah, yeah, and uh, they they kind of wander around trying to find bits of their ship. They find presents everywhere. The presents have different effects. I mean, they might give you wings so you can fly forever across the map. They might give you an item that drives enemies away. Different things that, that will affect the game in different ways. Um, they then released a sequel, which was Toe Jam and Earl Panic on Funkatron, where, where they went the back to their home planet. Where uh, hitchhike a ride back to Onto their ship, yeah. Or back to Funkatron. They've got to catch the humans and get rid of them. That was more like a 2D platform game. Yep. Beautiful art style, though, wasn't that it? That was the it one looked... that I liked. I liked uh, Panic on Funkatron more than the original. Yeah, I like both of them, but Panic on Funkatron's definitely a nice-looking game, and it's got like a... Yeah, pushed the Genesis and the Mega Drive to the limits, really, didn't it, in some ways. Um, then there was a the third one for the Xbox. I never played that. Um, well, I think it was all right, man. It, but I don't think I ever played it. Was it was all right. I played it. It's, it's a pretty cool game. I quite liked it. But yeah, he's made a new one. It's got a very comic book looking style, hasn't it? Um, definitely check it out on Kickstarter. See what you think. If you're a fan of the old games, you're bound to like it. I mean, it plays just like the original by the looks of it, with some added features. Um, we were having an interesting chat about the guy who made the games because he's quite influential amongst Sega, isn't he? In, uh, in Sega Channel. Yeah, he it? designed the look of the Sega Channel for one. He uh, he originally was considered Toe Jam and Earl were considered apparently to be the mascot for Sega, but then uh, they, Sega America wasn't it? Yeah, but then they kept with Sonic like Sega Japan did, um, which is interesting because uh, considering Greg's was he, he he's. Uh, 
He's from the UK, isn't he, Greg? Yeah, he's... Off he's, the top of my mouth, man. Yeah, the dude lives in the UK, or he's from the UK. So it's interesting that it was Sega America that took that choice. Um, yeah, so he's he's had a little bit of influence within Sega, so it was quite nice to see that um, he's come back and he's making a new game. So that might be worth... I have to admit, that was the most... When I heard it was going to be Toe Jam, and I was like, hang on a minute. That's kind of a series that's been left dead for years, for yeah. years and years and years. Well, yeah, apparently the, the Xbox one we Divine was showing us was that a Dreamcast was supposed to be game, a Dreamcast title. There were a lot of Dreamcast titles that eventually made and their way was, to Xbox. If, uh, who Jet was Set Radio dude? Future was one, the wasn't dude, it? Uh, it was quite high up in Sega, I think, ended up switching sides to Microsoft when the Dreamcast died, and with that, he took a load of the old Sega franchises with him. I don't know. Um, um, I can't remember what his name was. He... I was like, how did he take... Sorry, the franchise are owned by Sega. Well, no, but when, like, for example, Shenmue went over to... Xbox. Yeah. The, seriously, Sega became a, a publishing company. Shenmue went to there. Xbox, Jet Set Radio went to Xbox, Toe Jam and I went to Xbox. Um, uh, what was the game with the girl with the jetpack? That was a Sega game. That, went to, that came out on Xbox. Um... I can't think what it was called. Gun Valkyrie, something like that. Um, was it Togi a Sega game as well? I think it was. Not clear off of Okay. Um, and then it's funny that now they, they publish their own games for different consoles, don't they? I mean, like Yakuza. Yeah, that, was, that was the title. start of it, wasn't yeah, it? That yeah, yeah. Once the Dreamcast died, they had all this stuff, and they were like, well, it didn't really hit a very wide audience. No. What about here? Yeah. So. Which I think was a bit of a silly decision, really. I mean,. Um, Sega's good at making bad decisions, though. They have done over the years, which is Rather than letting all those series die, it was good that they brought them out on other platforms. Yeah. But I'd still really like to see a, a Sega system. Yeah. See them with some new hardware. Anyway, moving on, the next Kickstarter is a game called The Vagrant. Uh, and this one I particularly like the look of because it's inspired by Dragon's Crime. Um, it's it does made, look quite similar. Very similar. Clearly the art style is very much based on uh, on Kamatani's art style. Not quite as good, but still. It you know, nice. Kamatani's stuff is amazing look. But the game itself, when it's running, looks really really nice, doesn't it? Or the only thing that I would say is lacking compared to Dragon's Crown is the backgrounds. But the characters themselves... Look really nice. Very nice looking. Um, no we, one's deformed as, as yet. Um, they're a little bit weird looking, aren't they? Some not of them, quite as but weird not as Dragon's quite Crown. as over the top as Dragon's Crown with the girl with the huge ass and the huge hips and everything else. But I thought that was cool. I liked all that stuff. I thought, you know, over the top isn't so bad sometimes. I like the knight with the tiny legs and the huge upper body. <laughs> yeah, for that's sure. Great. The dude that's got um, like, you know, a waist that could barely support his chest. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was kind of neat. But yeah, the new one, this new game looks good. I mean, you've got three characters so far. There's the, the, a bear, the bear bar, Barbarian, which is like a bear, druidy sort of barbarian, and why are bears always druids? And channels, I don't know. It's 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 a, it's a well, she's I mean, a human girl, but she can channel the spirit of a bear to make her stronger. I don't know why they always put bears um, as druids because bears are bloody violent creatures. They should be barbarians. Maybe, Bless them. maybe. Get the druidy side. There's a there's a wizard who can do some cool like JoJo Stan stuff by summoning an elemental to fight alongside him. Um, and uh, yeah, he can do ranged attacks and he can teleport around the map. And you've got the Vagrant, who is like the main warrior character, your default kind of uh, hit things, run around quick sort of character. Does he sort, just, just sort of just wander around from like train yard to chick, train yard? Yeah, it's, it's a girl, this one. Um, does she just wander around from train yard to train yard or catching drains? Just maybe, yeah, I don't know. Does she get arrested by the police for, for money? Sword and shield in hand. 
But yeah, it looks, it looks neat. It does look neat. Yeah. I am worried um, that's not going to reach the, the Kickstarter. I am, or. even though the gold is quite small compared compared to quite a few others, isn't it? I mean, if you compare it to Toe Jam and Earl, which is what, how big was that? It was big, but um, it's getting there. It's getting there. But the Vagrants is smaller. But yeah, I, I'm a bit worried it's not going to make it. I'd In like fairness, to see it what too. we're doing here is trying to kind of bring a yeah, bit of attention bring, to bring it because we don't know that much about it either than, other than what we've really seen. No, so. But Question think, about quick Kickstarter, because I've never dealt with, I've never dealt okay. with Kickstarter. Do you as the, the publisher only get the money if it hits its target? Uh, yeah, I think that's how it works, yeah. I, I don't think it so does. If, so if it's, say... Really? I'm pretty sure if it doesn't get funded, it doesn't get... So if it's, if it's a quarter of a million target and they raise £245,000... Because I always heard that with people that do Kickstarters that that was the risk. You'd be putting in for a game and if it didn't make it, you didn't get your money back. Really? They mm. don't charge them until... The end of the no. Kickstarter. Yeah, so okay. get, they don't charge them until the final day, and if it ain't funded, because if it ain't funded, then they they, yeah. they don't need to make the game. They obviously don't have the budget for yeah. it, but they don't have the budget for the yeah, product. So yeah. Yeah. Mate, no it would make more sense. Maybe can I'm just they, thinking of early you, access stuff. Can you change stuff. the Kickstarter, though? Let's say, for example, you put up, oh, I'm guessing going to be quarter million, and say half of you think, actually, I'll read you my figures. I don't need that much. I can drop, I'll drop down to 150,000. Can you do that? Well, I guess you'd... I'm not sure. Well, if I say, I don't, to. I'm not going to say you can or you can't, but you could probably just make another uh, another campaign yeah. directly afterwards and say, "Well, hang on, I've revised my figures." Yeah, maybe. Then, maybe. In doing that, you might end up getting Some a bit of flack for off it. Saying, "Well, hang on, what did you say this before?" Well, you could just say, "Well, we've had to cut. We could cut. We'll have to cut a few things, but I can yeah. do it for this." Yeah. And if we can add, if if it I sells well, the enough, way we'll of them back doing in. that well would be to change your stretch goals. So yeah. you'd re-release it, but you'd lower your stretch goals so that things, to add extra things, maybe you'd be willing to put the extra work in for less. I don't know. Um, maybe that's the only way you could do that and save face, possibly. Maybe. Um, or at least half the stretch goals, so you half what, how much you're going to add, but then put them at a lower, what, what you are going to add at a lower rate so that people are more likely to get it. It's like kind of saving it, really. Um, but yeah, they both look pretty good. I would advise you, you guys to check them out. Yep. Have a look what you think. I mean, Toe Jam and Earl, obviously, it's a game you might be familiar with. If it is, have a look. If you enjoyed the last ones, I would say put in, because this does look like it's pretty much going to be a big love letter to the old games. The Vagrant, if you're like me and you love Dragon's Crown, might be worth having a look at, seeing what you think. Yep. Um, yeah, give them a look, guys. Tell Fantastic. us what you think. Right, on to other news. Luke. All right, you you talking about steam cleaners in there? Yeah, I'm curious. This like, I don't really have. I do have an opinion. It's quite a nasty one. But what? So Steam have recently announced. Valve have recently announced the release, the final release of the Steam machines, the Steam yes. OS, their yeah. fancy what are they like streaming boxes well, and gaming. A Steam machine is basically a computer running Steam OS. Yes, yeah, it's the. Let's be honest. It's basically it's a computer running Steam OS, which is a kind of custom Linux. Yeah, it's, a, it's, it's a version of this, but what they've done is they've um, spent time, they've basically designed it up from the ground to be all about gaming. So they've looked at optimising things like your inputs and outputs at the kernel level to try and sort of remove layers of translate, which slow it down. But let's just say uh, they've basically gone and made a games console style UI, <laughs> <Yes>. big picture. <laughs> No, I don't really think the average gamer really gives a toss about how far down it goes. I don't think it's a goes. good idea, personally. Um, I'm just... I, now, I know how I feel about it, but I want to know how you guys feel to the systems themselves, because they ain't cheap. No. Well, I would say I wouldn't buy one. I'd build my own PC and install Steam Maris on it myself. Okay. That's Any particular reason for... 
because if I build my own one, I'll be able to build it cheaper. Yep. And I can customize it exactly what I want. So yeah. the the fact that they've got like really small form factor systems doesn't really doesn't really bother me because yeah, you can, I can even get form small form factor. I can I can build quite a small PC if I wanted to, and if you need to I just put the PC behind the TV. The other thing, but what I more likely would do, that would be my deal. I would have a set if I would have. I was going to have a dedicated gaming box because basically, I'd see in that situation, you're effectively using your Steam machine to like be in place of a console in addition to a console type setup. What I'm more interested in doing is streaming, and what I was thinking of doing is that recent release of the Raspberry Pi, the new version. Yes. Given how powerful it is now, I reckon that could make a nice streaming box. In fairness, people have been doing it with the original buy. Yes, mm. yes, that's true. But I be I would imagine because the way that I because the what they said about the operation and how it works, I would I would I wonder if that might be more efficient. So you're thinking of a Steam OS port? Yes, um, it's for open source. So someone will be able to compile it to work on the Pi. It's open source. So I would say pop. I would like. I'm intrigued. But to only see. the streaming part of it. Yeah. So I couldn't imagine. No, I, you you probably want to run very basic games on it. I would have thought really like basic, like old the old ones on on Steam. You probably could run on it because it's a reasonably powerful bit of kit. Um, you could buy for I. It probably, I, I imagine you run a game from sort of like the 1990s on. I would have thought it would be able to run. Yeah. Well, I'll yeah, I'll, so. I'll give it that. Because podcast, I would forget to do it. You anyway. More likely want to say stuff, gog stuff on there, but, and Steam mean, stuff, really, yeah, aren't you? Well, well they, they, they were working on stuff like Baldur's Gate. It plays Quake yeah. Three. There you go. So I mean, I would, I probably because I mean, it's nice and small. For, it's nice and small. I probably use it. Put I probably. Oh, see, I see if it, I mean, I'd like to see side by side comparison Steam OS compared to the current setups. If there's no difference, then you might as well use the console. If there is a difference, then I'll probably chuck Steam Mouse on the Pi and have that set next to my PC and computer, my TV and use that. So when I want to sit down... So you wouldn't be interested in any of the current streaming setups to the Pi from, say, someone with an NVIDIA graphics card or whatever? I would like to see a comparison between the two, see which is more efficient. Okay, that's interesting. Because you've got to think the Steam Steam boxes, Steam boxes, they're going to run the games on them. Yes, they are computer. They they are computer. So... Really saying which one's more efficient, technically the Steam Box, because you, yeah, you have the yeah, option of, of running it's going to be more efficient, but if you're talking about streaming, I'm talking about uh, the NVIDIA. My from point to it, point. Is I have yeah. a PC, it's got Steam on it. Well, you see, this, this all I gave is I, I, the family, I obviously live in a family environment, and I used to play console games with my, with my pet, with my, my mother likes playing games, I was playing games, especially you can kick people in them. Um, and my sister likes playing games, and they're games that they they won't play PC games because they like to sit in a couch in front of a big TV. They won't yeah, I was play say, PC not to games. sound nasty to the PC, you know, gaming master race, but PC gaming is really kind of antisocial when it comes to chilling out with your mates, unless you're online or going to a mm-hmm. LAN party. It's kind of you know you're it sat in your be, room. Yeah. You know, you're be. not often sat in your living room, so I guess no, this is kind of the no. bridge. What I'm sort of saying is, is that there are games on the PC <laughs> on the PC only that I would love them to be able to play. But they can't. Or they have to buy it again for the console. I mean, for example, I've got All Walking Dead's Wolf Among Us. Mother would love those. She'd be, be an absolute dick on them. She'd love it. But... Your mum can be a dick. But she's not going to spend like 40, 50 quid for the actual game to go on the console. Whereas if I had the stream box, I'd say, oh, it's well come down. I'll like, we'll just run it for my PC and we'll just do it in here. Yeah. So that's what I could see it being useful. If you live by yourself... 
I suppose if, say, you had a big TV you like to play your games on, do you want to have a separate rig for it, then you might stream it and then have your desk set up like, like you have. You've got your desk for work, yeah. but you might chill out on the side and find your big screen TV. Yeah, that's generally how we that's, do it. If we want to play some games, we'll do what, it on there. Exactly. That's why I can see it becoming... Tom might want to have a stream box, because why have two PCs when you have a little cheap... Don't they have a hundred, like a £100 streaming thing in the Steam box I lineup so, or yes. something like that? I believe so, but use a Raspberry Pi. Yeah, yeah, for sure. The new one, I'm sure, be more than adequate to... to I mean, if it can handle HD video, it should be more than adequate. If, if well, yeah, because it's, it's literally only decoding a video stream, yeah, isn't it? It's not, it doesn't have to do anything else. It's more than adequate to do it. So, and it's tiny. Yeah. You, know, you have that sense, you wouldn't even know it was there. So, that's that's what I... I can't see myself, probably at the moment... Because they are basically glorified actual... laptops at the moment, aren't they? We yeah. only have two, by the way, in the UK, from what yeah. I understand. There's a Zotac one and an Asus one. In the States, there's like five or six of them that range anywhere between, say, $500, I think, all the way up to five grand. Where's that set compared, I mean, where's that set compared to, say, a console? How much is a, a new console in the States? Um, a damn sight less than a Steam box. Yeah. See, I think that's a mistake. I think they've made the, there's a fatal error there. A PC gaming is cheaper than console gaming. Over, you, over time? Yeah. They've made a fatal error there in by making them more expensive. They should have made them cheaper. Because I find... Okay, so point. I just want to quickly... Bard, what's your opinions on the on these little boxes? Cut, not interested? I don't see the point. Like like, like what Nick was saying there, um, they would make sense if they were cheated the same price as a console, purely for the fact that if you did already own Steam games, then you could have them for couch co-op or whatever to play with other people. Um Outside of that, I don't see why you wouldn't just buy another console, you know. Um, mm. um, yeah, the only reason that I can think of is your Steam library's already there. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah. But then you're not going to pay, what is it, how much are they? Um, say? I think the cheapest one over here is about £400. Exactly, that's ridiculous right, price. yeah. For. And again, uh, the PS4 is 350 What's, with games. Okay, next one. What does that spec compare to if, say, I was... Well, I suppose what we we haven't, I haven't actually done is look at the spec of it and say, okay, how much could I build a PC of a similar spec for? So right, so the 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 highest end Steam box available in the UK is an equivalent, if not a little bit better, than my laptop that we're running this stream off of. It's a reasonably decent laptop. So it's yeah. got probably, I, I mean, yours is quite. I mean, yours is actually a gaming laptop, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. Well, really? the, the the only thing better in the Steam box is it's got a better graphics card. I was going to say it probably more up to date graphics card. Um, yeah, but it's still a mobile graphics card. But it's because I bought mine at the tail end of the um, 800 series Nvidia. See, now a, an interesting comparison maybe here. You give me your two cents on it. You've got a um, PlayStation Vita TV, yeah. Yes. Which is like a, your your variation of being able to play Vita games on the TV. Mm-hmm. Now, surely the Steam Box ain't that much different in the sense that it, of it being a transferal of. I suppose the difference is though is that Vita games were also originally meant to be played on a Vita on a small screen. Yeah, Vita. I, I can How see they that. How it transfers a PC game designed to be played on a big. Monitor. But then a Steam a Steam sort of game is meant to be played on a PC. So I I know the difference obviously in graphics is pretty big, but mm-hmm. still. Um, if we're looking at, you can't really relaunch that console as a separate entity of something that already exists and expect it to compete with stuff like I think they're Xbox trying. To, yeah, I think they're trying to bridge in console gamers. I don't think it's going to work. I don't think at that price point you're going to bring console. Game I thought it was ridiculous when I first heard of these. I was like, oh, they're going to be kind of you know cheap entries into PC gaming, and then it's, all of a sudden they were like nine hundred pounds. I was like, yeah, holy shit! The trouble is they've made the failure. They've they've misstood the market. They're assuming the people who are going to buy these are going to be high.
hardcore PC gamers. The hardcore PC gamers are going to have already a massive... have a hardcore gaming yeah, rig. Yeah, exactly. Precisely. The people who are going to buy them are either going to be people who like me who might just want to stream, in which case you're going to get a cheap ass little pie or something similar to that, yep. or they're going to be the people who perhaps aren't want to do want to sort of access to PC games, but don't want to pay PC prices. They've they've really I think they've shown at that price point they've shown themselves in the foot. Yeah, for sure. No, I, I, I will agree with you right there. I mean, I could I didn't Whack get that it. down to two fifty, and it's perhaps more manageable. Yeah, but yeah. Um, yeah. you've got now, to- let let say say um, Valve takes a hit. They they subsidise the companies making them because obviously yeah. Valve isn't making them. Yeah. So if you say, look, guys, take a hit on these, reduce the mm. price. I suppose what Valve were hoping was that by get, making it open source like everybody else build them, I suppose what they're hoping is that competition will set in and the companies will basically out-compete and make them cheaper. That's what they're probably hoping. But the, the only problem we have that, there is... The that... downside to that is is that you'll then get somebody like, oh, dare I say, Acer come along and build a crap one. They already have something like that, an equivalent to that in, in the States. And they'll build a oh, shit dear. steam machine that will blow up in five minutes. And Charles, <laughs> most people... Well, I don't think a lot of people get round their head that the Steam OS is separate from the Steam machine. I don't think most people get that round their head because they'll treat our console because all Xboxes are Microsoft, all Playstations are Sony, all, all Wii's are Nintendo. So what you're They're worried is there's going to be a stigma. Steam, yeah, they'll think all Steam machines are Valve. They'll forget that it's made by different people. Yeah. And what you end up with is some some people buy the cheapo ones, which people will do. They'll buy the cheap and cheerful ones. Oh, it's a sh- that Steam box is a shit because because yeah, nothing with the Steam OS. All it's just the fact that they've had a shit Steam box. Yeah, that's why I think there's a danger. It's like Sky boxes. People always say some people say oh, crap Sky because they're different manufacturers. Yeah, like they've got, got Samsung. Crap, and... They've all say I've got a crap Sky box. No, you've got a crap Samsung that runs Sky or yeah. Panasonic or yeah. or something. Didn't they do that with consoles back in the day? Who was it like? Th- weren't Panasonic was with the 3DO. There was a games console years ago where they they uh, outsourced the hardware to tons of other companies. But wasn't because that, they did it, that, there was one I remember. That was the 3DO, wasn't was it? it? Did, was that the one that had Nintendo games on it? I'm not sure off the top of my head. Yeah, it, it had was, the Zelda Faces of Evil. The 3DO had. Yeah. Yeah. had yeah. I remember seeing one in a um, one of my games. The company was trying to sort of launch. I don't know if it ever got launched. I think it's called what's it called Phantom. Oh god, Project Phantom! Yeah, there was Penny there. Arcade ripped into them something chronic. But that's because they were going to basically not build. They were going to have people build the hardware, whatever they want. And they were just going to sort sort the like basically do the operators in the games. And the idea was it's meant for schools. Which no, I didn't hear good. that initially, but they they shoot promise. The stuff they shoe off was kind of cool. But again, cool. you're relying on the manufacturers of the actual hardware. Mm. In the end, that company turned into a keyboard and mouse. Yeah, yeah. I, I I remember seeing about it, and they they sort of mentioned it because they said it's going to run on PC architecture. Basically, it's a st- it's a steam machine. Yeah, that was that was what it was, and, and then it just seemed to disappear. Into the yeah, the the guy that ran the company was known for kind of dissolving things pretty quick, getting investors' money, and then legging it. And he right. shoot they shoe some real promise. Looked really neat. I can remember this was like around the time of the Unreal Tournament four. Uh, no, Unreal Tournament two thousand four. Right. Uh, this company kind of came about, and then just so out around nowhere. 2004. Then, <laughs> yeah. well, yeah, and then it kind of like just blipped that, out of existence. Yeah, that would be that bad because well, that's when I was at I was at college when I saw it. Yeah, so that would be about right. And yeah. it was it was like it looked really neat, and then again, as everyone feared, it just dissolved and I never was became anything. I was, I, I was doubtful from the start because I thought I I thought myself, no one's going to buy that over a PlayStation. 
The other I think the trouble is, is I think the other point still Steam Machine is that Valve is not a household name. Microsoft was a household name. Yeah. Yep. So when they launched Xbox, even if it was shit, I mean, come on, bought it because it was Microsoft. Gay Ben is like internet meme territory. Exactly. It's just like amongst people who are into gaming, Valve. Uh, and I'm probably more to big name, P- I'm yeah. saying probably more, but probably more to the PC gaming size. I bet there's a fair chunk of the console people out there who are console only. You've probably never heard of Gabon yeah. or Valve. They might have heard of Half Life. Yeah. But I've probably never heard of Valve. Mm. And I think that Valve haven't got the name to get Steam into Steam machines into the household. They haven't no, got it. I think Steam have, uh, what they've done with Steam is very good, you know. They've got they've Steam's cut their niche into the market and so, it's there and they see, need I to focus to hate, there. I used to hate Steam once upon a time. I did but too I've just at one point. You know, the convenience of it is kind of I, me I over. tell you what, Steam my opinion is it's, I was exactly the same as you. When I first had to install it for Half Life Two, I thought this is crap. Yeah. But do you know what? What they Valve did the right thing. They listened to what people complained about. They fixed it. Yep. They made it good. So they had lots of features to it, and basically improved. Oh, it. oh, Neil yep. is pretty good at stuff like that, and he's quite uh, well liked amongst. Uh... So the only right. So there's something else. Okay. So you buy a Steam box. It comes with Steam OS. Are you really willing to spend five hundred, nine hundred pounds on a machine that's kind of gimped? Because it's a it's a Linux box. You can't sit there and edit your video on it. You can't. But that's but then you could argue that any. But it's, you've got to think of it less as a PC, more as a console. But that's, then that's what you got to think of it as. You do, but for that kind of money, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Like it, it's, I'm it's, saying a it's a PC in the box. Yeah, it's too expensive. That's what I'm saying. You wouldn't spend that much on it. The people that they're aiming at the wrong people. Because people you can download SteamOS, can't you? You can just open, build a box yourself. That's what I think that might do it some good. Because being open source, there can be people out there who go, I can see there'll be one company out there who'll take it and go, okay, we can do some real stuff with this. We'll spend, Valve will spend some time developing it, but we'll, we, we're we all experts at Linux here. We built loads of distros, I don't know, a, a hypothetical company A. And they will. That's a great name for. Come on, I'm gonna, if I ever come, I'm going to call it a hypothetical company. That's going to really confuse people. <laughs> I have a professional company. Yeah. <laughs> I'll call it liquidated company. That will confuse people. <laughs> uh, Liquidation. My company's liquidated. Um, and they'll have. Um, and I can see somebody taking it, really working on it, doing their own version of a controller. Doing, you know, they, they, I could see. I could see something like that. But it's got to be cheap. Otherwise, you're never gonna you're never gonna break because you've got they're trying to bring to the console market. And they're not gonna break into it at those prices. I'd call mine the In Good Company mm. and make it a household name in no time. Yeah. <sighs> Good. So all in, not really. I'm. I'll probably. I'll probably download the OS and put it as a use it and make a little stream box. Up. Steam box or sat a sauna. <laughs> But I won't. I won't. You wouldn't pay for one of the pre-builds. No, if I wouldn't. I, I wouldn't anyway. I'd always build my own because building your own is cheaper. To so fairness, wouldn't you really just say I'm going to build a PC, pop it in the living room, and install Steam from Chrome, Firefox? Yeah. Dare I say, Internet Explorer? <laughs> I personally, yeah, you could. Yeah. Um, <coughs> the only thing with that is then your PC's having to run it all. Whereas if I've got a gaming rig able to do it, I in my case, I probably have a stream box in the living room. And use my gaming rig and just run it through that. Okay. Because I don't see the need of having two gaming rigs. I was just going to say, look, if you built like a little home theatre PC that also had the capability of playing games, that would be... Mm. To me, that's what a Steam box should be, but yeah. isn't. Mm. So you can watch Netflix, who. Uh, Which is funny, because consoles source, do that now anyway, yeah, don't they? Being so. open source, I'm sure people assume how to write plugins and stuff for it. I mean, I've not, play, I've not messed around the OS because I'm not willing to... Fort, uh, I hate partitioning hard drives because hard drive space is precious to me. 
Um, I might get another hard drive and just in dual boot my PC and put CMOS on it just to see what it's like. I don't. I've never. I've not. Isn't it just big picture though? Well, I know it's opt. I know it's been optimized. That's one thing I do know about it. I don't know if it's got anything else. I don't know if it's got a web browser in it. I have heard it has. I've heard it's got a web browser built into it. Um, I've I've heard it's got. So I imagine there'll be add-ons for put your, your Netflix on it, your iPlayer on it. So I imagine that and your YouTube on it. I imagine they'll come onto it at some point. But yeah, at the moment, no, not too. I'm. I'll probably do it for streaming. And I'm not going to buy a Steam box, Steam machine. Okay. Right. Um, just a brief one. Um, I thought this was worth mentioning. Um, none of us are so big fans of Star Trek. Here. I don't think any of us are really big fans. I'm not no. a great fan. I, of I, I like the Next Generation. Yeah. That's always been my. I don't think you're my not a fan of great no. nope. um, But I think it's worth mentioning this week. Well, actually, last Sunday, the passing um, of Leonard Nimoy. Mm, yes, he. Uh, yes, he. Um, Pastor, unfortunately, I must admit, I first saw the store in the Metro and I didn't believe it because the Metro is known for being very reliable. So I immediately went to BBC and double checked it. Um, but yeah, he passed very sadly, passed away. Um, I just thought it was worth a mention for him. I mean, he was obviously, although I said, although not a series I necessarily was a great fan of, he had a big part yeah, in probably sci fi in general, all sorts, of, and in fantasy as well. He was a big Tolkien yeah. fan and uh. Um, wanted to be in Lord of the Rings, funnily enough, as the, the, with the role of Gandalf. So it's a bit sad he didn't get to do that as much as I do love Ian McKellen in the role. Yeah. Uh, maybe an animated version that would have been nice to have had Lemon. I, yeah, in the I can't Gandalf. imagine him as Gandalf, though, to be honest. Yeah. Um, I tell you what, I'm, I wonder if I do... I, have you seen the Liam hate William Shatner's been getting recently? Oh, yeah, it's ridiculous. Because well, he's doing a charity event. He decided to go... The charity event was pre... Basically, do you see this, Luke? No. Oh, it's like, basically... Somebody explain. What's going on? William Shatner did not go to his funeral. Because okay. he'd already scheduled to go to a charity event. Raising money for... Was it children or something? Yeah. Some children, big children. And he scheduled... He went there. He raised money for the kids... And, he's, he and said, so people are bitching at him for it. Yeah, yeah. Because he didn't, he didn't go, go to... to the funeral. Said he sent family members went to the funeral instead, like to represent him. But he didn't go. And he basically said, "Look, I could I, I want to. I would love to go to the funeral. Well, it's not love to go to, the funeral, but I yeah. want to go to the funeral. Yeah. But I've pre-booked this charity event. I'm, it's for it's for a cause. I think it's good for this cause, and it's good for me to be. And there it's something Leonard Nimoy would have appreciated exactly. his friend doing. You know exactly. So he's been a lot of fun for no real reason. Well, I, mean, God, I think his best comment was "damned if you do, damned if you don't." He exactly. said, "If I hadn't a gone, if he hadn't, if gone I had, to the they'd thing, have been bitching about me not. Been. Yeah, doing yeah. Uh, the yeah. charity event. Exactly. It's not really he fair. Couldn't win. And really. some of these people say to him, you not have got a late minute, a late last minute flight <sighs> from?'" Wherever you were to the funeral, yeah. and he said, he said, well, no, because the airport doesn't have any flights that time of night. I think it was just. I thought. I thought it was ridiculous. I thought. I thought. Shatner, you did. The, I think he did the right thing. I think Shatner's cool as well. I like Shatner. I mean, he led the. I, I mean, have no problem with what he he's, did. He's he a led, funny he dude. Led, he led the. I mean, he led the um, um, initial sort of. I mean, he and them were very good friends. He led the. Um, you know what they call them, the memorials and stuff online. I tweeted yeah, Shatner stuff. a really shit joke once and he uh, he commented back, so I was quite impressed with that. What was a shit joke? I can't remember. It was, was a bad? long time ago, it was that bad. And he was cool with it, so I was like, nice one, I Shatner. I don't remember him tweeting NASA once, but I can't remember what the reply he's really was. Funny. But they talked that like NASA replied to him as if he was the captain of they the Star Yes, I saw, I remember saying that. I thought that was kind of neat. Not yeah. that we're, we're trying to drive away, you know, we're talking about Will Shatner rather than Leonard Nimoy, but... Both of them are living legends, yeah. so, I mean, you know... But, Spock and Kirk, every in every geek or nerd's heart, those those two will have a place. Even if you don't like Star Trek. Even if you don't like it, you're going to have a... Prosper? 
And uh, we shall, yes. yes yeah, that. I, I can't even do it. Can like, you do it on uh, either hand? I can do it on my left hand, but I can't I, do it on my right. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's a bit awkward. Yeah, I don't know what it is. It's the exact I same thing. It. I can't at all. No, that's apparently based on a um, Jewish yeah. symbol. Um, I like the way that he kind of came up with all this stuff and people have been doing it and, and not realising that they're kind of blessing each other in. yeah well he did it on the cause I he, can force it if well, I move my gonna, fingers yeah, manually but then I lose it, was, it. it's it not gonna, good but the Vulcan salute was going to be something a lot, a lot more complicated and he basically said can I just do that and so they went with it so, see that's that kind of stuff I like you know, yeah. That, yeah. you know little little stories like that, that how he threw it in he created a a uh, uh, a long line I mean hey, most people in the street if you go and show them that they'll know what no. you mean oh yeah absolutely and I'm not a fan of it and I know what that is so <laughs> I bet there are people who've probably never seen a Star Trek but they'll know what that is yeah mm-hmm. so oh, but, yes. um, so yeah I mean so uh, um, Len Nimoy rest in peace you legend. have our respect yep it's just a pity you were, you were in Star Trek yeah I suppose Right, oh, this, again, another stupid one, because we did this the last time someone passed away. Was it literally just old age or complications of something else? Why are you always determined to find out someone like died in a violent manner? Well, that's not that. Like, I always think, well, was it, you know, did they yeah. catch pneumonia or... He died fighting Klingons. That makes sense. Okay, I'm cool with that. He died most logically, let's put it that way. <laughs> yeah. no, it, just, it just kind of bugs me sometimes, you know. I, that's what I, I irritates me as well. He was not logical. And half things he did, they weren't logical. They're motionless. That's the difference. They were logical to him, I suppose. Yeah, they weren't logical to him. In his own weird Vulcan logic. Trouble with science fiction wise, it creates someone who's logical as having no emotion at all. You can still have emotion, but you just logic. There's a lot of fallacies in the logic these do anyway. So, but moving on. Moving on. No, no, you were you were a legend. Live long, prosper, rest in peace. Right, flashback. Flashback. Um. Last month, Luke, you mentioned about have there been any early access games that have gone full release? At the time, we couldn't think of any. I think because I was half asleep at the time. I think, well, actually, it was... Yeah, I, I think you were resting on the I microphone. F- I think, the actually, the point I actually had four... I actually four asleep last podcast. Twice. Times. Once. But I was... But you, you, what, what you mean? Was I twice. talking at the time? Yes, you That's were. That's usually the case. Um, yeah, I first about 20, 15 minutes in the podcast. I don't think there's any snoring. Hope there wasn't. <laughs> if, if, if there was, I haven't edited it out. Oh, so, so look forward to that on the audio version, which I need to upload. Um, Sounds awful. Sorry. Tough. Ring time. Um, <laughs> Good job. Anyway, Luke, um, Scar said, "Was well, any games gone from early access to release?" And I forgot. I should have said, "Of course, sir. You're being hunted." Went yeah, I didn't think of that I one. Bought, ah. I bought early access, and it got released um, about six months later. Oh, cool. I still haven't had a chance to play that. We should do a Let's Play on that. I need to pick we it up. Should. We, we should. We should do a Let's Play. We could all three of us get together. I've got two, you've got two ex-thief people and one, someone wants to be gun-ho. So we'll be all right. <laughs> we'll complete it. You'll get us killed every single time. All of a sudden you'll just hear, Leroy! <laughs> He's going to run us through the village. It's all right. Don't we use him as bait. You get that way. It's we'll not, go this way. They've not implemented. They are, they are working on multiplayer for it. That would be hardcore. I am there. That oh, guys, speed up. If you could do distractions. That would actually work quite well. But I think that might make it too easy. But that'd be funny. But I'd like to play it because, I mean, I'd, obviously, there's loads of creatures in it which really freak you out. Is it still out. receiving updates? They are still doing stuff to it, yeah. Well, obviously, because you said about the multiplayer, but I mean, like, you know, little... Yeah, kind of... uh, they've not done any made because they've implemented all the major they wanted to. It's now tweaking stuff. So they're tweaking, like, the art, the random generator. It's, no, they've not done any real major... They're not adding enemy types in it and so forth. That's good, yeah, but that's I would, good. Yeah, I would yeah. like them to expand the story more. 
okay. is where I'd like to expand. The story is there. It's in drips and drabs. Um, I'd like to expand it more on the story. Maybe that's where the multiplayer comes in. That's when they give it the next big overhaul. Yeah, I think that'd be good. That'd be cool. Um, but yeah, so yeah, saving hunted. We'll have to we'll have to play one. Uh, and does anyone know of anything else? Since we've had a bit of time to think about it, because I couldn't, I still can't think of it. The only reason I know is because I owned it. That's the only reason yeah. I know about. It. I'm sure um, there've been others. I can't think of any. There offhand. must have been others. I, still I can't believe any. it's just that one. There must have been others, but unless you're probably part of the the community, you probably don't know about. Let's say bad Dark Lord of early access. I Actually, do. didn't Planet Side have an early access phase? Pass like two. Didn't have that early access phase at one point. I don't point? know because I thought you could only get it from. I'm on yeah, dark I'm sure, early access. I'm sure they went initially. They went for a like a a, a open beta. Oh I yeah, suppose, I, that's basically the same thing as early access. Yeah, they did do it on Steam. Yeah, that was another yeah. game that did it. Yeah. Um, Hawking did it. Um, yeah. If we're going to talk outside of oh, Steam's right, yeah. early access Hawken program, wasn't, then it wasn't Hawking on Steam though. It, no, it went on to Steam after it was released. Right. Yeah. Um, cool. So what we got? Hawking, Planet Side. Uh, MechWarrior did the same kind of thing, didn't it? MechWarrior Online. Yeah. Um, oh, another single-player MechWarrior game. <laughs> Please, give me um, single-player MechWarrior. If, if we start looking at those, then you've got Neverwinter, um, yeah. uh, pretty but much it, any oh, free-to-play MMO. I didn't realise you all the way down to specifically you after Steam things. Okay, yeah. fair enough. But cool. cool. Yeah, that's nice. all right. That's, that's fair, I suppose. Anyway. I ain't got that many early access games. Four, I think. Four. Probably time, four more than my people. Uh, Armello. That's all I can think of. Yeah, my hope gets its full release. Well, full release 1.0. To be fair, end of this month. Oh, Molo's virtually full version now. Yeah, oh, yeah, for sure. Well, they're, 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 all the next things they're adding in, the big next big update is, I, th- I believe, end of this month. I could be wrong. That's going to be a full release then. Uh, yeah, yeah. 1.0. It's hardly been on there that long. Yeah, well, you know, they've got. Like they said, they had all the groundwork there to start with, so yeah. it's, just, it's just a case of polish, adding in the extra stuff. Oh, by the way, I'm a, I, I've, I've joined the Armelo gang. It's good. We do an Oh, game. by the way, I was going to tell you, remember how we were laughing at Overkill's Hype Train? Yeah. It resorted its stretch goals, but it resorted the last ones very quickly, which made me think it hasn't met its stretch goals. They're ah, just going, oh, we'll rush them just... out quickly. Yeah, yeah. They're like, oh, we're not going to do it. We might as well rush them out kind of thing, you know. They've realised that they've, uh, they've they've milked it a bit, and uh, yeah, that's what I think anyway. That's my two cents on it. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah, Amelia's cool. We we'll look forward to playing Amelia. Yeah, we'll have to, you. we're gonna have to, you're gonna be the fucking rabbit. He's got <laughs> Nothing more fucking rabbits. Fucking rabbit. We've all snagged the other characters. Yeah, so. <laughs> well, in fairness, in in at the end of this month, when because the, they've they've got the There's online some new shop ones coming out in there. Yeah, I want new... a sheep. <laughs> come on, guys, get on it. Give me a sheep. I'll accept a goat if you can't give me a sheep. But I want a sheep. It's a Scotty dog character. I want a sheep. That, I want the sheep doctor. That, yeah, I'm not sure. Um, I want a sheep that looks like Eli. I'm not sure if he's playable. They don't know who Eli is. He's he, my pet sheep. No, no, I mean, you're going to have to tell them who Eli is. I will do. I'll say, I want a sheep that looks like Eli, called Eli, because I would sit in nicely with their, their sort of theme naming. I'm, I'm, I would I'm, play, I'd pay him £100 to have my sheep Eli in the game. Cool. <laughs> That's going to be a thing. Only yeah. if his animation for attacks was headbutting other people. Make he it gets so. shanked, won't he? Let's be fair. <laughs> he get done over by the rat. Yeah. <laughs> shanking everyone on the map that's my thing I can't help it <laughs> he's stealthy when we were first playing it is quite funny because everybody was hesitant about attacking each other and I totally wasn't I'm sure I will stab <laughs> yeah, you sure. I will stab you yeah sorted that's like a, um, <laughs> uh, I stab people by the insane clown posse for fuck's sake that's all yeah, I had e- my except not shit <laughs> sorry oh yeah ICP I can't help it it's just like for tone deaf people but yeah um, I'm wrong being tone deaf huh? if you listen to this podcast you probably are but yeah yeah um, 
Yeah, it's a neat little game. I love Armelo from all the games you've played. With it. I'm been, not bored yeah, of it really at all. Fun. I'm looking forward to the shop. I want to see if they really. Yes, I'm looking forward to an in-game shop. I want to know if they release the audiobooks and all the little extras and yeah. things. Be because cool. I would like to listen to the audiobooks. To be fair, it's a game that's had so much effort into it that I wouldn't mind paying a little bit for stuff. Yeah, I don't exactly. Mind, I don't mind yeah. DLC when no. it's done correctly. If I'm what? paying... I.e. not overkill. <laughs> so I mean, if I it's just... a shit hype train thing where I'm putting money in and I'm not getting everything, then I'm not going to do it. But if I'm getting a good DLC for a decent price, I'm quite I've okay I've listened to part of one of the audiobooks and I couldn't get into it, but I'm hoping that if I were to actually, you know... Which one did you listen to? The, the, is it the Wolf's one that's yeah. on there? I didn't... I just didn't... I couldn't get into it. No. I'm not afford- who, who's written them? Are they written by actual authors? Are they written by the people part of the game? It's it sometimes... I think people, it's the devs no, Yeah, it. sometimes people who are good at designing games... I mean, it's like... Um, Warhammer, they have little stories in the in the in all the world books. You've got little stories attached. Never to ever ever pick up a book by Gav Thorpe again. Jesus I Christ! Like Gav I hate Gav Thorpe stuff. I like Every Gav, time I, I read I, it, I'm just like, oh, books, but I like, he seems like quite a bright guy. Dan Abbott's the way to go. Um, yeah, oh totally. Yeah, Dance Guys is brilliant. Um, any Star Blade, any awesome. of the all the in game, all when you get the codexes and the what and the books, they have all in game sort of fluff and fluff is you know, storyline. Yeah. Um, or in game, they call it fluffing wall because you can get rid of it, it doesn't matter if the game still works. Um, but they've all the in game background and stories and the little silly things like how to clean a lad's gun type sort of background. I'm expecting Nick to get stabbed next time he walks into games work. That's why it's called fluff though. That's why everybody in the games work calls it fluff. It's not a bad thing, it's a good thing, but the reason they call it fluff is you don't need it to play the game. Yeah. But because um, there's a big debate once in one of the war before. No, I'm like, just thinking about the hard cause that are like, oh my god, the there's law. A big, the there's law. a big debate in one of the Warhammer forums about what's more important, the fluff or the rules. And Serpa said, well, clearly you can play the game without the fluff. You can't play the game with the, without the rules. That's like playing Risk and then screaming Blitzkrieg and flipping the but table. Then again, <laughs> much. The fluff is still important because without it, the game is dull it and lifeless. Exactly, it creates a theme. It's, it's got atmosphere. I think That's what, what adds what, the atmosphere. The general process was they're both important. Yeah. But, you know, people will say, what's more important, this or that? Do the good thing about it. doesn't matter. Or really? fluff at is the end of the day. Just play the game and enjoy it. The Warhammer form was a brilliant, because all it was people screaming at each other about how all the, their race was better than anybody else's race. In the end, they had to shut down the server. That sounds so bad. They had to shut down, they had to shut down the forums. and The official Warhammer 4K got shut down. I got into trouble on a Warhammer forum once because I told somebody who asked a question about a move something about it and they're like you can't do that you're quoting from the codex I'm like, I didn't quote from the codex I just know how the rule goes and there's one yeah. rule it's not like I'm quoting a whole list of rules from the codex yeah. out of anywhere just control but you're yeah not allowed to I had mods on my ass all over the place and shit oh fuck you this but it's, it's, they're, they're a bit more loose on that now they, if you're an extern they will games are very tough at pleasing their stuff you can't quote a points value if you quote on your website this model costs this many points they will put down a cease Tesla and try and get your website to it down because wow, yeah, because cause... because obviously once you start people can do you know the reason sort of Games working? Workshop do this because they're shit and they don't make good products anymore that's why <laughs> I like sorry I stuff. used to like Games Workshop I love Blood but Bowl but now now they're like mm, yeah I still love Blood Bowl if they if if Games Workshop said to me here you go guys have have we'll go back in time and give you all of your Blood Bowl so I need back. to bring team manager around man so we can play it. That'd that's be cool. pretty neat anyway. Um, but um, I they all. Uh, but to my point, in all the codes and all the stuff, all, most of the fluff was written by people who didn't touch the rules. But they kept they kept separate. They people who could actually write, yeah, yeah, yeah. write the fluff, yeah, and people who didn't write and write the background. The guys material. that write the rules aren't necessarily it's the, the same guys that design the models. You don't get the people who. I mean, it's like the same reason. I mean, I like writing. I like 
doing rule sets and stuff for game stuff. I can't draw. So if I release yeah, exactly. a game, I wouldn't do the illustrations because I'm the developer. I wouldn't do it. I would hire someone else to do it. That's fair. Anyway, we've, that's a mini flashback on our mellow we weren't meant to have. Yeah. Actually, I <laughs> will just quickly, very, very quickly say, yeah. um, last month we discussed, you said um, about our mellow, you didn't see it could be turned to a tabletop version. Mm-hmm. I agree. I think you could totally turn to a tabletop version exactly as in the game. Because you mentioned the stealth mechanic. Right. Margaret, that is, I always know where the rat's stealth anyway. Because I could see on the map where he goes to stealth. Unless it's different than multiplayer. Unless the player's moving quickly, I suppose, or your. Uh, I can usually figure, but I know where he in was. In multiplayer, it might be a bit more tricky because you're kind of. See, because in multiplayer, else. I always catch people up with stealth because people forget where I've moved to, and but sometimes I, I, I'll stay there a turn yeah. or two, and people Perhaps, don't I mean, want to know what I, I'm I doing. Think, I mean, I think in multiplayer, and then again, you've also exactly got to think. I know roughly where you've he is. You've also got to yeah. think about the movements of the ravens because, as somebody that's played Descent which is a cool game because I can play as all the monsters. So I've got a whole army of monsters and I'm against everyone. That's cool. But I also played a game called Mice and Mystics where everybody is responsible for the monsters and it sucks. The game the looked nice. Do you think in the case of the king, it would be kind of like a Dungeons and Dragons dealer where you've got a GM and yeah. the GM controls the king. Can you imagine how shit it would be playing the king though? You'd I be think, so bored. Actually, I think you could get around it by... Well, actually, this, the king follows very simple rules. He loses a health a day. And he picks a type of player the higher prestige and, and issues a decree. All you have to do is have a, decar, a pile of deck cards called decree cards and issue two to that player and he picks one. Same difference, really. You have to roll for him. Well, they did, they did say the prototype was but, a table. That's top. easy enough. Do just, anyone could roll for him? You have to move the ravens around. They have no, to, the no, the only way they no, could do just, it. Uh, ravens, again, all you do is create a simple. This trouble is your most music game. Problem is what they should have done, what Balsar Galactica did when you played the enemy, is instead of giving one player control, they said, okay, this is a list of instructions. You work for this list, the highest priority down, and this is basically what you do. So it starts. Well, Mystic did do that, but it really didn't work. It felt yeah. tacked you could, on. You could, you could. I mean, do I've it. got a game that does that, Shadows over Camelot, and it is quite good. But yeah, I don't know. Yeah. But that's I've, because it works differently. It's not I moving units could, I, specifically I in spaces. Could turn to, I think you could. Well, they did say that the prototype was a tabletop. But should we save this for after we actually play a multiplayer game? Because then your experiences may change a little bit. Yes, exactly. So we need to arrange a multiplayer game and then we'll discuss further during the multiplayer game oh, yeah, or totally. after, a little, yeah. after a gaming session that'd be pretty yeah that'd be, be pretty, pretty cool I might I get think. fraps out if you do a multiplayer game yeah, do, do it, it man. we've all got it so we'll all kind of cut together yeah some stuff that'd be kind of neat have you got anything that can record Skype yeah. be good. oh yes god yes there you go you can record you can record Skype I've had you Skype I don't think I've got you on Skype there you go then yeah. <laughs> how cool is that like we hang out and we do podcasts together fucking, as soon as we walk out of this room we're like completely different people it's like yeah. you know who is the, who was that guy who sat next to me this evening? Yeah, the like clock yeah. in card. We yeah. walk out. We don't talk to each other after we yeah. leave the house. That's I'm it. the guy who's going to shank your ass on our mellow. That's who <laughs> I am. Uh, I know I'll get beaten badly because I've only played it for a couple about three hours. Poor Divine. I'm always stabbing him in the back. I can't <laughs> yeah, help it. Sure. I don't trust anybody. It's a neat game. People. I'm looking forward to actually having a full four-player game for human players. Anyway... Shall we cool. move on to the next flashback? Because that was a flashback one intended. Yeah. Um, our mellow flashback. Um, so, we've already kind of gone PC Game and Master Race with uh, the Steam boxes, the early access release of uh, Saber and Hunter. I feel I should do a salute every time you say that. Okay, go, go for it. Go. There you go. Good That's job. That's a PC Game and Master Race salute. Really? What? Heart attack. <laughs> Hail Gabe. Hail Lord Gabe. Hail Gabe. So, 
PC Gaming Master Race went a little bit nuts about uh, Hyperdimension Neptunia Rebirth 1, something we talked about a while ago, or yeah. at least, I mean, I went on about it. They were complaining about lack of 1080p support, and I said that I had, there was only one issue I had with it, which was Optimus support for uh, laptop graphics cards, um, not where the cutscenes would play over the Intel card, blackout all you get is audio and then the game would play over the um onboard card i can happily say pc game and master race suck a dick because um idea factory have actually seriously it was insane same way nick has said that the guys behind show being hunted have been updating and updating and updating it idea factory have just literally said right but fuck we've got these problems here's a list of things fix it fix it fix it fix it fix it let them know when we're working on it what we're working on, and when it's been released. Patch it out. I put it on the other day. I didn't even realize it had been patched. Uh, fired up the game. I thought it was a hack that I had on there, because I had a 1080p uh, hack by the same guy that did the Dark Souls 1080p uh, oh, yeah, render yeah, hack. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I was like, wait, hang on a minute. Those those videos didn't play over the NVIDIA card before. Maybe I'm on the Intel card. Looked at it. It was my NVIDIA card. It wasn't the hack, because I then deleted it all and reinstalled it to test it. Um, it works. And they've put in the 1080p option. Good for that. Um, I should it, be picking that up at some I, point. I do think it's actually... I mean, I, I, I know you said about PC. I think the thing about PC, and especially on Steam, it's so much easier to complain about something because you just click a button, you can do it. Mm-hmm. You know, the form is on the same link. There's no... If you're playing a PlayStation game, you have to have your laptop next to you and actually go off it to yeah. complain. Whereas PC game is there. And... I just think it was we a- PC gamers do feel that we're being... I hate it says, we are, do feel we're being entitled. Yeah, that was the we problem. Are, we do feel a little bit like... I mean, I have, I must, I have things. I think a game this, this, I, I must. If I had a game released today that wasn't an old game, you know, like it was like released. You expect if it's a new game, not having 1080p to me is stupid because we've had 1080p for years. Mm-hmm. So I must, I think I may, I wouldn't complain about it, but I think it's a bit stupid not mm-hmm. having it. Um, if it was a game, if it was a PlayStation port from like PS2 port. Well, well, in fairness, it was a PlayStation Vita port, and you know that I wouldn't complain about because I think well, Source wouldn't supported it. I wouldn't have complained about that. But if it was a new game, didn't have it, and then that would likewise, be a, bit if weird. a new game kind like what happened with bad field of view, which you can't change, I would get pissed off. Kind by like it what well. happened with Dark Souls when that came out. It was a port of the Xbox 360 version. It yeah, you oh, could... I think Bioware should have had 1080p in it. That's yeah. you know, it's didn't a they modern patch game. That in the end, or was that literally just the render hack that did that? Uh, I can't remember to be honest with you, man. Either way, the, the, they've done it. Yeah, that's um, a good for Idea them. Factory have just said, good you know, here's the problem. Good developers, you've listened to yeah. your audience, and I know so we, I know we, we, us PC gamers tend to throw tantrums, throw our toys at the pram, and have a little bit of a rant and a raving to complain. For that, I do apologise. You know, I've been guilty of it sometimes myself. Mm. Uh, but good on you for fixing. I think good positive feedback. I was just going to say, good it. job on. I, I just thought it was absolutely brilliant. Also, and don't of, let the minority put you off. Oops. Stick with the platform. I'd lo- I'm looking forward now. Seeing as they've fixed the problems with the first one, I'm I looking want forward to, to see more Jack games, games come out on Steam. I really do. Um, Considering the amount of good ones we've got so far, I think it's, a, it's, a, it's an untapped market there because I mean, we've never really, as as a PC gamer predominantly, I've never really had much access. Dark to Dark Souls Japanese did really, games. really, really well on Steam. Like, exactly. Really well. Can I just say that even though Hyper Dimension Neptunia was released bugged, it's very positive reviews on Steam. Yeah, for the most part. They, that's positive. what I should say. See, I mean, you have said it's probably a vocal minority who have. You always get a ready game. There's a little. That's, there's a little brace, probably twelve years old, who's bought this game. And it doesn't do exactly what I want. It does. You know, you see them all. I see it in any games. It's like I'm gonna have to quote Neil on that. That was brilliant. 
I probably threw a bit too. It's a little bit whose voice has broken early. <laughs> <laughs> and you just saw them. I just think to myself, oh. It's an autist child. <laughs> it's, it's like I get fed up when people. I see it, I see it all the time. I, I, again, going back to Warhammer. You get a little brat who started Warhammer at age four, as he's 14 years old or 15 years old, he's gone for him and says they should change this about his race. There's one guy who went on there and he told about the town, which is a race all about shooting things. You know, they can't fight because they're in their, in their fluff. They're very bad. They can't see close up movements. They're really bad. They're bad at close combat as a result of it. That's in their background. So in the game, they're really shit at close combat. You know, they'll get wiped up. Even basic enemy troops will wipe them out easily because they're really shit at it. Dude, QQ'd on the forum and said he wanted close combat in. He said the tower should be better at close combat. He said if they did this, did this, did this, they'd be the better law. off. Exactly, it's in the law. And Pilder said, said, well, what you described there are space marines. Go play space marines yeah. if you want that. Yeah. He said, if they, and he said, yeah, but, and basically what it was, he wanted the tower look, but the space marine rules. Yeah. That's what it came down to. It's like, that's not the army for you. That's a bit like saying, I want or- orcs as a horde army. You have thousands that's of like saying, I want to play as dark elves, but I don't want to cut nipples off. You can't play as dark <laughs> elves and not cut nipples off, man. You're going to be mutilating people all over the shop if you're playing as dark elves, so just get with it. Exactly. Okay? Get with the program. It, that's what I basically, I, I hate people who go on like that, who think that because that, that their opinion, actually, I think I think their opinion matters. Mm-hmm. Yep. Anyway, um, there are there's just uh, a few more things I want to throw go, in go there. So speaking of hyperdimension Neptunia, I'd have to slap Idea Factory because they, like I said, they cocked up the Vita patches for Idle PP and Rebirth One, so Vita TV won't be getting those. Yeah. But uh, Rebirth Two has been released in Europe. That's now a thing, and it does work on Vita TV. And Goddess Noir has been released and has been patched for uh, Vita TV as well. Uh, also, I made a video on my personal channel about a game called Akiba's Trip, and I complained how it was one of those games that was on the compatibility list, but when you tried to launch it, it didn't fucking work. Even on the store, it was like, hey, it works, it's a game that you can play, and then you press the button it says no. They've silently patched that one as well, or at least I've apparently got an update for it and didn't realise. That now works. Good job for making good on something you promised. Good. Done. Right. Weird news. Cool. Russia. Yes, it's a Alcohol. Place. Yes. And bears. Good combination. Alcoholic bears. Alcoholic bears, yes. Two alcoholic Russian bears who have been kept poor in addition to are now enjoying a new life in Romania. As food, presumably. <laughs> um, in February, a court ruled that the male's bears must be confiscated from their owner. Yep. Who came a small rubber straw in cage of restaurant Black Sea. When Krasnyar said that he thinks the beer is good for them. Oh. He says it helps them with the cold. Beer doesn't help with the cold. It's very bad for you. Um, apparently, they're going. They're looking to move them to a uh, place in Sochi. 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 you say beer ain't good for you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If you're a bear, I don't think. Uh, apparently, it's very expensive to move them abroad. But apparently, they're, they're, they're going to be put into rehab. Okay. So Alcoholic bears. Why not? Try now, to make me go to rehab. <laughs> but I said, more, <laughs> more, more. <laughs> that was a bad, bad impression. <laughs> Good <laughs> job. There we go, that'll do. That's a bad, bad impression. You know, we discussed last but month. But I said, hey, boo boo, I'm not going to rehab. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we discussed last month about birds attacking people. Yes. They've set their game up. There's another place, another part of the world that's been terrorised by an owl. Again. Uh, North, resident northern Dutch town of Pummered 
have been advised to take umbrellas out at night after a spate of attacks by an owl. What the umbrellas are going to do, I don't know. Perhaps the owls die bombing them. Um, they're being tapped by a rogue European eagle owl. Now, this I didn't realise. How a wingspan? Well, how big is the wingspan of a, of a rogue European eagle owl? Uh, I don't know. How big is the wingspan? Nearly two meters. Fuck that. That's I, a big animal. That could probably take a person away. Let can alone. I just say I am not taking out a bloody umbrella? <laughs> Look, he, I would go out there with a shield and suit of armor. <laughs> yeah. Two alcoholic bears. Um, apparently <laughs> there was two attacks, uh, two rounds of attacks on Tuesday, and one required stitches. Uh, it's usually preys on small mammals, i.e. children. <laughs> I was going to say! <laughs> and birds. Um, a spokeswoman for the... Um, it's also attacking a place for the home for the disabled. <laughs> Easy pickings. Um, Lizotta, Lizotta, Lizotta de Boudrun, a spring at home, said they had been 15 separate attacks by the t- nocturnal birds. You make him say that again, that was amazing. Lizotta de Boudrun. Boudrun. <laughs> Doing that is no problem, but is that night- she screams at it to get it to go away? Well, Doing the night. <laughs> Waving her arms, she said. Doing the day is no problem, but at night we only venture out armed with umbrellas, helmets, hats, and anything really to protect ourselves. Or just don't go out at night. Or just kill the thing. Um, <laughs> Excellent. A, a Dutch bank has donated umbrellas to the home. Why a Dutch bank is donating umbrellas to the home? I don't know. Um, the Dutch Owl Foundation says the animal's unusual behaviour may be a result of being reared in captivity and associate humans with food. So again, it's been fed small children. What may seem to be that I was heightened hormone levels as the breezes begins. Um, Reza may attempt not to capture the owl. Uh, uh, what they're feeling to do, it's dangerous to know, obviously. Um, I think they'll get it drunk. They're basically, yeah. People are being advised to stay away from the owl. Which, I mean, not being funny, but if, it, if owls fly quite fast, I'm not sure if you want to try and stay away from it. Anyway. Anyone here for taxis? Anyone here ever done anything to taxis? I mean, look, you've done like 80,000 jobs in your life. Have you ever driven a taxi? No, I haven't driven a taxi. You've got a no. license, but that wouldn't, that wouldn't stop most taxi drivers. <laughs> no, <I've never laughs> That's true, actually. Um, so, Borro Taxis, one of the largest taxi firms in northeast England, has looked through their list of the most unusual things found in the back of their cabs. They had 80,000 jobs a week. Dentures. I'm, I'm assuming there's more than one person employed there. Dentures. Uh, no. Right, so working from so basically, they always use your hand to the police if they can't find who it is. Working from the ten ten to one, okay. Zimmer frame. How the fuck did you forget a Zimmer well, frame? This, well, you wait. This one worse than this later on. I don't understand exactly how do you forget. I don't understand how you get off the bus. I mean, if you clearly can get off a bus or mini cab without a Zimmer frame, you must not need it. A large tent doesn't say if it's erected or not. Okay, an artificial leg. Yeah, that I was going to say. Let me guess. Someone's left something that they really should probably. I think you would notice not having enough <laughs> when you're when you're hopping off the bus. Thing, this feels wrong. How pissed would you have to be to I'm forget? I'm just imagining them all getting the wrong thing. So artificial <laughs> leg man's leaving on the zipper frame. You know, and like <laughs> well, the one that's in has got a large tent. Yeah, instead. got tent poles instead. <laughs> like uh, false teeth. Yeah, yeah. A violin. They might have been trying to get rid of it. To be fair. Uh, goldfish in a plastic bag of water. Oh, that I sucks. Should, I think it should be a plastic bag filled with water. Not Hang on, water. a goldfish in water. False. Has Cesar Romero's Joker been on there? Like forgetting everything. Possibly. Um, a thousand pounds in a brown envelope. This was left by an old lady, presumably to pay off a tax bill. 
off of about She's paying Adidas, yeah, from the previous game. That's, that's, yeah. that's a drop for Adidas, that is. £6,000. Uh, this was left by a businessman. Also in a brown envelope. <laughs> uh, no, but he left a businessman. It's a mixture of pounds and American dollars. Um, the person Monopoly retained got a, <laughs> person got a £5 bonus for that. Two dead mice. All right. They were in a container. Um, apparently they were being used as snake food. Well, they've been used to lure out the right owl. Possibly. And number one, a baby. Fucking hell! Yeah, was definitely being used to lure out the owl. <laughs> um, it was less than a year old, and it was taken to a police station where the passenger failed to return. Wow. Okay, mm. extreme. Yeah. You're looking for a new place to rent, Luke, aren't you? Yeah, it could What's be. your budget? Uh, I don't know. It depends on Could you for. afford £500 a day? <laughs> no. And do you mind moving to Hungary? Yes. Oh. This isn't a place for you, then. You can now rent a village in Hungary for £500 a day. You can rent a village? Yes. Um, it's a village of Mergier, population 18. That'd um, be the most expensive office I've ever rented. Yeah. It's hopes, but he wants to put it's the charming location out of an unusual deal. So, you basically, it's the idea is trying to attract tourists. Um, you'll be given access to seven guest houses that sleep 39 people here, 39 people. As well as freedom of four streets, a bus stop, a bus stop, no buses, a barn, and ten acres of farmland. You also get free sheep, two cows, six horses, and even the tempor- a temporary deputy mayor title will be first part of the deal. Very specific list. Mm. You can also rename the streets temporarily while you're there. Okay. If you want to. Well, um, that's kind of sweetened the deal a bit. Mm. What would you rename the streets to? I haven't got a clue yet, but that'd be the, the like one of the dumbest things I could Shet possibly Avenue. do. Yeah. Crap Avenue. What I'd like to do is, because, you know, there's a bus service. Got, if you're going to do that, you've got to find where the police station is and call it Let's Be Avenue, haven't you? <laughs> oh, <laughs> really? oh, that's brilliant, yeah. Um, apparently, since he's put the offer up, he said, doesn't cause since the advancement was online. Kim? Go on, son. <laughs> what I, I want to do is, see, if I were to do that, I'd probably have to say, if there is a bus route and it's important, can I say they can't come through because it's my lane? Yes. <laughs> okay. Get off of my land. You're driving your car and you yes. come on a corner and you're confronted by zombies. What do you do? What I do every Saturday. Honk your horn. Honk your horn, okay. A man who sees into ruin when he plowed his car, car through a crowd of zombies in San Diego, California is facing a violence charge. Basically, this is Comic Con event and last, it happens in July. And as oh. part of it, they have a zombie walk where people dress up as zombies and walk around. Uh, the man said, came, "Man said he came. He was trying to inch through the crowd, and his children's car became scared because people of the people around the vehicle zombie makeup." As he sounded, now this this is where it gets a bit grey. As he sounded his horn and drove forward, some of the pedestrians surrounded the car and smashed the windscreen. A bit of an overreaction. I mean, although oh, really getting into it, um, the chap who is deaf then sped away, knocking over sixty-four women who fell underneath the car. Um, the, the police he said the law his law said the police had admitted the driver was scared after being swarmed <laughs> he's suing right, he's suing what? the city as he's American he's suing the, the city claiming the police did not adequately supervise the zombie walk you see I would have just got out with, my, with a crowbar so I'd brain them all <laughs> for sure that's the default response isn't it yeah well like I say every Saturday night mm. that's why people around this town don't ever see zombies you're yeah. welcome 
Now, Luke, you're always on the lookout for new and unusual types of cameras, aren't you? Like yeah, for most sure. of the GoPro stuff. All of all the time. And you probably want to say buy something a bit different for your wife in the future as a new sort of different birthday Christmas present. Perhaps. I know where you're going with this, and I'm not too sure how I like how you've kind of bought Where's that up. It? Yeah. <laughs> well, you can now buy a camera vibrator. Which I will not be buying for my wife. It can FaceTime. That's just weird. It's £119.99p. It's called dubbed dub the X-rated selfie stick. <laughs> it has an Edinburgh HD camera, because you want good quality, don't you? And LED lights. It doesn't tell you what the bit rate is, though. <laughs> uh, apparently, it's a spot... Now, I don't get this bit. Unless it's in 4K, I'm not interested. <laughs> okay. Um... Well, so you can edit it down to 180p and highlight the good bits. Yeah, man, so I can crop in. They look like um, cancer. Apparently, it's inspired by Ulysses, the camera vibrator used by Marston Johnson in their Pioneer 6 study. I've never heard of any of those. Um, they say it's the Savok Gaga, is what it's called, it's set to take intimate snaps of her and home movies for the next level. Um, it allows users to get to know their body in its entirety, thanks to remarkably clear footage the camera captures. In the same way that if, say, you went to have, I don't know, a, um, a two-camera uh, on your backside, you want the video footage to take home with you to show the kids. <laughs> but like I said, you can, it, it will even sync with your... You can you can upload them straight to your PC or smartphone. Presumably it's got YouTube integration as well. What a boring video. And it video. even syncs with your FaceTime. Boring, um, boring so, video. So as one co- the company called Love Honey said... Thanks to FaceTime compatibility, sharing the view with your lover couldn't be easier, whether you're sat right near each other or miles apart. So there you go. New camera for you, Luke. If I had to be honest, I don't really think that many people are going to be that interested on the inside of a cunt unless they're in it. So... They wouldn't personally... They're they're not going to be totally in it, are they? Only one pardon's going to be in it. That hasn't hasn't got an eye on it, so they can't see anything. Just saying. Fucking interesting if it did, I've... Mm. Cu- I am curious if you could flash back this at some point with some statistics of how many psychopaths bought that and then got I'm arrested. I'm not googling that. I'm sorry. <laughs> Damn I'm, it! I'll, I'll pull the links. The links in the show notes for everybody. Someone else figure it out. Clear live demonstration. We could do a live stream. That's disgusting. No, thank you. I'll get. I'll give you on the sheep in. We could do. We could do that. No, you definitely <laughs> bloody well cannot. <gasps> Be useful for that, actually. Right. Well, if you seriously, if you go and rent that village, that's what you can use it for. <laughs> We've got free sheep by two cows and six horses for a couple of days. They'll be all right. Anyway, oh dear. <laughs> <laughs> for veterinary purposes only. Well, book week. Now it's been well book week recently. Mm-hmm. Did my kids your kid, at school. Yeah. Did your kids dress up? Yes. What do they dress up as? Um, off the top of my head, I can't remember. Oh, my eldest son dressed up as a Pokemon trainer. He was more into the, the mangry, comic-y stuff. Fair enough, than the I, suppose, book. I suppose it's a form of a book. Um, did anyone dress up as Christian Grey for Fifty Shades of Grey? <laughs> no. Well, one child did. Um, Liam's school's 11. 11 years old. Went to Sale High School's Christian Grey. He also carried cable ties and an eye mask with him. Um, a teacher said the Grey School excluded his son from photographs. Um, school said he was able to join after the costume was modified. What modifications do you suggest they did? They suggested he do. They suggested he pretended James Bond, which I can't quite see the difference between James Bond and Christian Grey because they both have lots of sex, and but Bond actually kills people. Do you know who told him off? Darth Vader. Right. Just thought you'd like to know that. 
apparently the aim of the World Book Day is to celebrate and encourage reading. It was disappointed by what the fantastic students yeah, Darth Vader's not even really been theoretically a book character. He's in books, but you know. Yeah. Ugh. Apparently, as, as the mother said, I'm quite with her on this actually. She said it, it was deemed appropriate for a teacher dressed up as a serial killer. I think Darth Vader's gone beyond serial killerness, to be honest. I mean, he's wiped out how many billions of people? Well, he's destroyed a planet, for one. And it says, it says, well, kids dress up as people that kill it and kill others and come with toy guns, but you can't have someone dressed coming as a character Fifty Shades of Grey. Um, that kid must have been a complete nutcase to have come up with that idea if not then it was the mother's idea well, in which case that kid is that mother wanted some attention in I'm defense, sorry kid though, but your um, mum's a nut I would say that a character like Darth Vader even though he's a killer is in like films that appeal to children whereas yeah. Fifty Shades of Grey probably not no. yeah. um, but then they use James Bond as an example I wouldn't call James Bond the the films. I don't know I grew up watching James Bond yeah, with but Dad I wouldn't really say they were children films it would be a bit films. weird if you sat with your parents watching watch, Fifty Shades of fucking Grey wouldn't it let's be fair I, don't, I, I used don't to watch know. Aliens. Rambo when I was a kid. I watched Aliens when I was a kid. I mean, and James anyway, Bond that is tame compared to she that. She did man. say she wouldn't let her eight-year-old son dress up as Christian Grey because he was in primary school, but he was disguised in sex in school, talking about sex all the time. Apparently, bad school. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So. But yeah. So you didn't decide to let your kids go as Christian Grey then? No. But seriously, know. if if I saw a kid. Dressed as that character, I would rip the living piss out of them and that's, then the mother. That's why he wants to go. Apparently, he wants to go because he wants to have a laugh with his friends and he likes being the but you know, it's like one of the people that likes he to, likes to be the clown. butt end of the joke. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Christian Grey. I didn't realize that, that was how you do the fancy dress of Christian Grey, you know, put a suit on and just take some cable ties with you. <laughs> I'm that's such a lazy costume. <laughs> There's a photo of him, you look really clear. He actually, they'd actually done a proper job on him, he'd done his hair to match as well. I should, that's like me going and I was like, yeah, man, I'm uh, I'm cosplaying well, or dressing day. up as myself. Well, book day, what happened? <laughs> Chalky did that once. He, he went to a costume party and he couldn't be bothered to get like going costume because he, he was he invited but last minute kind of thing. Like he was just passing by and people, oh, yeah, man, we're going to a party. Do you want to come with? And he was like, yeah. And um, he was he got talking to these people. He was like, oh, yeah, what character are you? And he's like, oh, yeah, I'm playing, uh, I'm playing Chalky. Um, you know, blah blah blah. Like starts giving us like a little bit of back. She was like, "Oh yeah, I think I've heard of them." <laughs> <laughs> it's like he's just playing himself. Well, book day. What would you go as? Oh crap! Now you put me on the spot. All right, well, Bard. What would you go as? Now you put me on the spot. I'm I think get close to your mind. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm thinking. Um, uh, I don't know. Uh, I'd cause trunk controversy. I'd go as um, a commissioner from one of the 40k books because they dress like Nazi Nazi officers. Commissar. Commissars, yeah. I always call them commissioners for me. He's commissar. I'd go as one of them. Probably a random Discord character for me. I could easily do that one. I mean, we don't even have to guess who I'd be. Just put a pointy hat on and I'm gone. You know, yeah. Yeah, 100%. I could do Rincewind, no problem. I'm I'm interested to know you're picking for manga. Well, it's... Book well, day, but yeah, I don't know. Manga, mm. comic books, I don't know. It's literature more along the lines of. In fairness, at my kids, stuff, I think it was it? at book week, one of the teachers was dressed up as a massive blue crayon, which was rad because my elder son likes blue, and so now we nicknamed her Crayola every time we see her as Mrs. Crayola. Right, okay. So, you know. Does she know that's what her nickname is? Yes, she knows because William calls her um, the blue crayon lady. <laughs> or Crayola. So. Oh, so sweet. Bless him. Bless her too. That was red. You know, all the I kids thought it was I brilliant. I suppose I could go as the most famous book character of all time, really, couldn't I? Who? 
You just have to nail me to a cross and drag me around all day and I'll be all right. What a brilliant costume, Brian. Look at all the blood. What, Brian? From Monty Barnes' Life of Brian? Hey, Nick could be the dude that spears you at the end. Good dude. (laughs) Actually, I'm... um, Spears you with his camera dildo. That's just wrong. (laughs) Sorry, I had to. Oh, man. That's just... You're sick. (laughs) Says the guy that's gonna start testing that out on sheep. Implies I buy it for my wife. If he's, <laughs> if he's indulging stuff like that, he definitely ain't a messiah. He really is a very naughty boy. But yeah, oh. look, uh, how's uh, it different to like putting? I mean, I mean, a vet puts a hand at the back, at the end of it. Actually, I've got, I've got, <laughs> here we go. I heard vet puts a hand at the, the, the parts of a sheep. <laughs> how's that any different? They just end up with that. It's actually more hygienic. I just I think this is the most bizarre, the most bizarre I'm product to ever be released. The fucking headache I've ever had, and you guys are discussing this shit. I'm just like, what? right, you don't need one of those. Just get a GoPro. It's indestructible. GoPro, yeah, but it's a bit the of shape string. of it. It's a bit awkward, isn't it? That's a fucking woman's problem, not my problem. Oh dear. Actually, I've got lambing in a few weeks, so I will be putting my hand up back to sheep in a few weeks' time. Looking Thanks for sharing don't look that. Look so mate. enthusiastic about it, for <laughs> God's sake. <laughs> Oh, oh God! It's great. I enjoy it. I long to put to laughing every year. He enjoys not for it. the hand at the backside of a U type <laughs> enjoyment. Oh, really? No. Oh dear! You only hope for that on a really cold night because it keeps your hand full. Oh <laughs> man! Right, enough of this. Enough. Enough. Game over. Well, you don't know yet. I'm bringing you on. You're going to come, you're going to do the podcast on the farm because I can't leave the sheep unattended. <laughs> That's going to be the most bizarre podcast in we'll, history. We'll stand the back. Of, we can do it in the back of the Land Rover. We can drive round. We can actually. We, I'll bring Eli Carl can come on as a guest. He can sit in the corner headbutting everybody, <laughs> barring occasionally. Fucking beat him to death for the microphone. You won't be Eli. Eli would beat you to a bloody pulp. <laughs> that thing's going to be dead and stuck on a fucking no, plate no very quickly. You got no chance against him. Hey, I never said I'd be fighting with my bare hands, did I? You, you, you could be. You could, I don't care. You could be. He, you could be armed with whatever you my want. My dad's harder than your dad. My sheep's harder my, my, than my, you. My, my sheep has to sleep, my and dad's I'm hungry. Bullets don't <laughs> hurt actually, him. You, that's not quite true. Actually, sheep don't truly sleep. I was going to say, wait, you saying I'm not hungry? How did you know? <laughs> sheep don't truly sleep. They stay in like they sit in like a constantly sort of dozing like state. Yes, yeah, so they can see if a predator comes up to them. Oh, that's clever. They only sleep as lambs. Clouds are terrible. And they sleep, do you know they generally sleep standing up as well? Fucking clouds. So you can't you can't surprise a sheep like that. You won't get it. I think, uh, you, I think Buckshot might you surprise have, it. You that have to, he ain't tried with his hand up the arse. Next You have to sleep sometimes. Yeah, so do you. Throw you in with the pigs. You're about to move me. You were about to move me. Just park your Land Rover up and leave the bag open. <laughs> I know. I've I've access to the machinery required to move a person to the I can I can get you in there easy enough when you're asleep. See that's why I don't go to I could probably ask I, I probably could ask I could probably ask a vet very nicely and get hold of the right drugs I needed as well. It's alright. You won't get me very far, Nick. Mm. Sorry, right, you see. two kill each other, I'm fine. That's cool. Well you're helping me, aren't you? It's <laughs> over, <laughs> so, right, but now he's meant to pick sides, are we? Bad, film it. <laughs> Battle to the death. Yeah. It's like the sequel to Space Barbarian, we'll just try and kill each other. You two try and off each other, I'll, I'll kill the other one, who, whoever gets there first, I don't know. We're going for Battle Royale territory here. Yeah. It's just like you a know, game of Armello for me, mate. You, you two know. are going at it, shanky shank, you know. You know how we start this podcast saying we mustn't go on any tangents? 
Yeah. And we mustn't drift off topic. Yeah. Yeah, I think we may have broken that rule just now. So. That's why the gods are currently punishing me, I think. We've gone on too long. Uh, I don't think we're actually on that long. I haven't really been on an hour yet. Anyway, so thank you very much for watching. Um, I've been the Suffolk Ram. I've been the Bard. I'm Skazius. See you next time. Yeah. Bye-bye. Bye.